Hello everyone and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina episode 123. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is the other host of the show. I'm DT3. What's going on, everybody? What's up? What's, What's up? up? What's going on, guys? Sorry there was no show last week. Uh, we had planned to do a retro rewatch. We even watched the movie. And then the next day I ended up with just a terrible headache and couldn't even get out of bed hardly. So we didn't have a show, but we did watch the movie. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. But yeah, uh, today's episode is going to be about... Obi-Wan Kenobi in the second half. We got news and stuff in the first half. Uh, We've watched the show. We'll give our thoughts on the show. Uh, All that, all that, all that goodness we do. Did we like it? What what do we think we could do better? All that stuff that we always talk about Um, in the second half of the show today. Uh, Which reminds me, I need to fix something in a minute. Um, Usually, how we start these things off is we talk about what we've been up to. So. Uh, we have, we've been up to quite a bit cause we missed last week. Right. So we have been, quite a bit to weeks. talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So DT, you want to start us off with that, bum? All right. So in the past two weeks, uh, we have, well, I have at least completed, um, the Fortnite battle pass, uh, up to it goes up to level ninety, and then you know you you start unlocking everything when you start and whatnot. So I'm officially done with it. I've unlocked Vader. He's now a character that I can use in game, and he's pretty badass. He's got all the stuff that comes with him, like the loading screen and the you know the the pickaxe and everything. It's it's pretty cool, man. I like it. I like it a lot. It's uh, it, it looks good. Uh, now I'm going to be focusing on the bonus rewards, which is the other stuff that you can continue to get, um, as you continue to level up. That's, that's going to be the focus now for me on that. Uh, but yeah, more Fortnite. Uh, I been playing more Greedfall. Uh, I feel like I'm maybe getting close to the end of the game, but we're not there yet. Videos continue to go up on YouTube. Um, so. You know, if you want to check out the playthrough, it's going up there. Um, and then I watched Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. Because um, uh, as some of you may recall, uh, two weeks ago, I believe, uh, we watched uh, the first Evil Dead because it had been a while. And the whole reason why... Th- you know, we started on this journey is because uh, we uh, had been playing the Evil Dead game. Mm-hmm. Um, so we watched, we went went to the movies. We even started the show. We watched the first episode of the show as well. Got to continue watching some more of it, though, because I, I was really having fun with it. It was really fun. Um and then I've been keeping up with the we we we've been watching the boys season three. Oh my goodness, man! This show, wild, absolutely wild. I uh, I can't wait till we can talk about it here on the uh, on the podcast because I'm sure we will. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be going. I've been enjoying the season so far, man. Season three has been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been keeping up with Miss Marvel as well. Watching the the past two episodes, two and three. Uh, that's also been fun. Uh, Strange New Worlds, that's been really cool, man. Uh, Star Trek, uh, Strange New Worlds, it's been 
It's been interesting the 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 the, the certain types of episodes that they've had, but I've been uh, I've been having fun with it, man. It's been honestly been, you know, the most even the most recent episode was really really fun, man. Once we're done with it, I'd actually wouldn't mind talking about it on the show because uh, we yeah. aren't really Trek fans, but uh, I mean I'm a Trek fan, but yeah, not would, like a super be, fanboy. But it'd be cool to talk yeah. about it. It would it would be interesting to get like you know I suppose our our thoughts out there on something that like you know we're not really that in like you're definitely more into star trek than i am because yeah. you've seen more i i've only seen for those of you out there wondering i've only seen the newer movies uh you know the the and by that i mean like the jj abrams like the star trek 09 and you know the, in the darkness and, and beyond those those and then i watched like the first two seasons of discovery and then now i'm watching strange the world and that's about all i've seen for star trek i haven't i'm just i didn't grow up with it or anything like that so i didn't i didn't watch any of that stuff but um, yeah, we we maybe talk about that. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to see what 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 we can do here coming up. But anyway, uh, watch that. Uh, did some had some grilling stuff for for uh, for Father's Day, you know, for for that. that that was a lot of fun, you know, eating some some burgers and some broths and oh man, it was it was amazing, dude. I I, I love all that summertime food. It's the best. Love man. love love grilling, man. It was it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh. Played some more Fall Guys now that the game is like free to play and everybody is like you know everybody can play it and they brought they they changed they changed the game up a lot though it's like so different than what I'm used to now now that it's like so changed up with you know they uh, since for those of us who already had the game they gave us like a legacy pack type deal where they gave us like a bunch of skins and like the battle pass for free because now you have to like pay for it or whatever and all that because the game is free to play now so. So those are a few things. So I played it for a little bit. I I don't see myself playing Fall Guys as much as I used to anymore, but I'll still probably play it, you know, from time to time here and there. Um, so, yeah. Uh, did did try that out though, just to see how different it was, and it is quite different. It is quite different than it used to be. Oh. Um, yeah, I haven't tried it since they went free to play. Uh, yeah. And then I rewatched Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness since it came out on Disney Plus. I enjoyed it uh, just as much, if not even more, the second time around than I did the first time. Watching it in theaters. Um, and then I played a little bit of prop night. I had like a co-stream with some uh with some uh friends, and that was that was good. Um I always enjoyed doing those. And then we watched the, you know, the retro rewind we were supposed to watch was going to be Where Eagles Dare. So we watched that. We did end up watching it. And uh, I liked it. Uh, it was it was good. It was, uh, honestly, the movie was longer than I thought it was going to be, it's, too, it's a little. I think it's a little too long, even though yeah, I like the movie it, it a lot. Is, <laughs> it, is, it is a bit long. I was like, whoa, 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 we still going, dude. There's definitely yeah. places where you can trim it, but they don't. Uh, for some reason. Yeah, but we watched it. I liked it. It was cool. Uh, I like the the you know obviously you got Clint Eastwood in there and it was it's, it's just neat to watch older you know movies like that that kind of inspire other stuff. Like I know this movie was kind of I know they specifically named it as like one of the inspirations for Rogue One. So I had never seen it, so it was interesting to watch it even in that regard. So I, I you know it was it was fun checking it out. And then uh, last but not least, I went deep sea fishing uh, on 
Saturday. Yes, yeah, Saturday. And that was like from 3 a.m. to like noon. And it was cool. But man, I was tired by the time I got back. No, I'd be dying. Uh, yeah, it was, the sun, it was getting up early. Yeah, out in the sun. Yeah, it was it was, it was good though, you know. It was, it was one of those things mm-hmm. that's that like, cool to experience, you know, but but yeah, uh it was it, it was fun, man. Ca- caught some fish, dude. It was it was nice. I, dude, I forgot how much of an arm workout that shit is, man. <laughs> Cuz you got to be reeling shit in and like, man, it was yeah, dude, I was I, I was haven't like, Damn, been, okay. I've never been deep sea fishing. I haven't been fishing fishing in a while. Yeah, it's crazy because you're like on the boat and you see nothing but ocean, like for miles, dude. You're just I, out I there. I feel like the I ocean, would freak bro. out. I feel like I'd freak out if I just looked around. And I was like, man, there ain't no land around us, guys. You know? <laughs> like, uh... To be fair, we were kind of like we were kind of like on the, we were like near the 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 shoreline, like not like right up on it, but right, you could. You. It was it was like a you could you could see the land, like if you. Well, I, I if would you still freak out, bro. Like, I tell you, but I'd still like, be. <laughs> we were just going for miles, dude. It was just ocean, bro. It was water, dude. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, I'd be like, it was, man, it was, like I was cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you got me on your boat, you're gonna need a bigger boat anyway. I'm <laughs> big guy. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like I said, that was fun. That was it was one of those cool things that you got. You know, it's just fun to experience. You know, at least once. But uh. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was cool, man. But I was I was definitely fucking gassed at the end of the, that night. I slept good that night, bro. It was cool, mm-hmm. man. But yeah, I'm good. But that's cool. uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I what I've been up to. Uh, I'll go ahead and let Josh get over to his. Uh, All know, right, what he's it's been my, up to. So my go ahead, turn. Man. My turn. Uh, we've watched the boys. We're all caught up on the boys. We'll be talking about that in the future, I'm sure. Yeah. Evil Dead Two. We did. I finished the season pass in SWOTOR, so I'm all caught up on SWOTOR. I have all the reports hey. um, uh, and all that. Uh, we finished Obi-Wan, so that don't even need to be on here. We're, we're doing, that's what this whole episode is. Um, yep. We've been watching Miss Marvel, which I think we have plans to talk about on the show, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, I finished The Offer. Uh, for those of you that, uh, I, I haven't, we haven't been, we weren't here last week, but I finished the offer, uh, episodes nine and 10 came out. Uh, I like that. It's a good mini series with Miles Teller about the making of the Godfather. I've said it like every week. I think I've watched it. I've talked about it. Um, it ended well. Uh, I recommend go checking it out. And if you're a fan of Miles Teller or the Godfather or both like me. So, uh, I had a good time watching it. Enjoyed the shit out of it. Uh, we watched Army of Darkness. I forget how goofy that movie is, uh, but man, is it goofy. Uh, Strange New Worlds. Uh, we, we talked about it a bit with DT here, but yeah, I, would, I wouldn't mind doing a show on, on it uh, just because uh, it's something that, uh, while I am a, well, I like Trek, I'm not a massive Trek head. Uh, it'd be cool to talk about. Uh, I played the Metal Hellsinger demo because I was like, I want to listen to some music, but now and I want to play a video game, so let's do both. And I, what I discovered when I played that demo is that I it took me a while to get rhythm <laughs> with it because that's that rhythm shooter, you know. And the and the better you do, the vocals don't come in until you have a certain amount of combo points that build up, and you got to stay on rhythm to get it. So it's like it encourages you to be like, hey, you need to shoot on this rhythm if you want vocals to this track. Um, Kind of interesting. Uh, 
and I uh, I enjoyed it, even though it was just a little quick demo. Uh, we watched a couple of episodes of Ash versus Evil Dead. Um, I played a little bit of TM, TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, a little bit. Uh, I need to get back to it. I played some Fortnite. And the main two things that have been taking up most of my time recently is Crusader Kings 3, because I got back into it. And I've played, let me open my Steam here so our frames can drop when it starts downloading something without me telling it to. Um, <laughs> but I remembered before I, I even opened it this time. I need to play that, uh, that that TMNT game. I got it. I just need to I need to play it. What I'm probably going to do is I'm going to probably going to stream the story on on, on, like on, on stream. Because it's short, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't think it's going to be super long. So I'll get into that. Uh, and yeah, I'll, it's only like a couple hours. Yeah, you'll probably yeah. knock it out quick. In the last two weeks, I've played 25 hours of Crusader Kings 3, um, which I feel like it's been a lot more than that, mostly because I've been staying up late at night playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I redid the tutorial, and I'm still playing the tutorial. I uh, I finished the tutorial, but I just kept playing the game after the tutorial ended with that character. And I've 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 made the Kingdom of Ireland. I've took over Scotland. Uh I'm making my way towards Norway and and uh, uh, Finland. I'm gonna take those over, and then uh, probably in a couple of generations we're gonna take on England. We're gonna take over the world, right? Oh man! Like yeah, uh, my my fam's is doing good. Uh, we finally, Crusader Kings is deep, guys. <laughs> that game <laughs> that game lasts forever. You can play literally hundreds of hours on just the one, like uh, I was, culture uh... kingdom. Type deal. I was watching Josh play it last night on Discord because he was streaming on Discord, and uh, they were Estonia was trying to drag him into the Scandinavian war over there against Finland and shit. And it was uh, it was pretty wild, man. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get involved in this. Like, don't, don't put me in this. I didn't want to get involved uh, in it because it's so far away. I have to send my whole army yeah, over like, there. It's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty detached from from your from the conflict you're in for sure. Hmm. I'm on a little island. I did take over Iceland, though, and that belongs to me now. Um, Crusader Kings is funny, man. It's it's funny because of, like, just the I'm fucking with history, but at the same time, it's just, like, all this weird shit can happen. Like, you can get possessed by demons and shit. That can happen on occasion. There's a lot of characters that get possessed, and they get excommunicated by the Pope, and you can you know, lock them up because the Pope's like, these people are evil. Lock them up. Uh, but, yeah, Crusader Kings, fun. Uh, and then the last thing is I'm continuing the dice making Etsy shop coming soon. I got a whole box full of, of, uh, dice that we're going to be getting. Look at all that. I've made all that. Can you believe that? It's crazy. Um, Dang, look at all that stuff, man. Nice. Yeah. All right. Lots of dice in there. Very nice, uh, I have very a, nice. I have a set right now over in the workshop. It's already inked. I'm just trying to see if there's a little extra touch I want to add onto it. Um, so I need to go check that after we're done with the show today. Um, but photos everywhere. Make sure to check them out on my Instagram, nine hundred two dice creations, all that stuff. Go give it, go give them follows. I still haven't added it to my fucking shout out list at the end of the show, but I will eventually, I'm sure. Uh, and that's all I've been up to, man. That's it. That's everything. That's uh, the whole deal. Um, we can move into the main part of the show, which we have some news, DT. If you want to hit that up, my friend. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go ahead and get into that then. 
So the first thing we have here, and we guys got to remember, some of this is a couple weeks old because, you know, we haven't yeah. uh, done a show in a little bit. But, hey, we're still going to talk about it because we haven't talked about it on here. So first thing we have on here, Todd Howard confirms that Fallout 5 is coming after The Elder Scrolls 6, and he shared some additional Starfield details. So he had a video, he had a video interview with IGN, and he divulged additional details about Starfield. Uh, and also talked about Fallout 5 and, and gave an idea of when to expect it. So he spoke to Ryan McCaffrey, uh, and he confirmed that Fallout 5 will be the next game after The Elder Scrolls 6, which itself has entered pre-production. Uh, so this is the quote that he said. Yes, Elder Scrolls 6 is in pre-production, and you know we're going to be doing Fallout 5 after that. So our slate's pretty full going forward for a while. We have some other projects that we look at from time to time as well. Uh, and he said that uh, Starfield's main story is about 30 to 40 hours long uh, or 20% larger than any Bethesda game to date. New Atlantis, one of Starfield's four main cities and capital of the United Colonies, is also the largest city Bethesda has ever made. For character creation, Howard states that there are roughly 20 character backgrounds to choose from. The game's procedural galaxy features the most handcrafted or the most handmade content ever made by the studio. Uh, and yeah, we all know how they mentioned there's a thousand planets that are going to be that you'll be able to visit. Uh, he also s clarified that you cannot fly to each one seamlessly like No Man's Sky, describing the on the ground action and space gameplay as two separate experiences. Uh, in terms of the space combat, Howard discusses how dogfighting, which he describes as a slower pace, takes cues from games like FTL and MechWarrior and confirms that players can steal the ships they board. Hey, so I go. didn't know that. You can do that. So that's, awesome. uh, yeah, a little bit of information the, there. That makes me happy that we can board ships. Like, I didn't know if that was going to be a thing. Uh, as, as odd as that sounds, like, you yeah. never know what you're going to get, <laughs> you know, with space games. Yeah, I, I think that is kind of cool because, like, you know, No Man's Sky is, is, is fun and all. But every time I see a ship that I want, I'm like, man, I wish I could just steal that ship and, and take it from me, right? right? But you have to, like, negotiate and parlay with the fucking the owner. I want to be it, a right? space gotta, like... pirate, baby. Let's go. Yeah, I'm so you can do that Starfield, man. You can you can make your own or you can jack somebody else's ship, dude. There you go. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. I wish they could kind of do, like... Um... I don't know if No Man's Sky does this or not. It's been a while since I've thought about it, but, like... They, you know how we can design our own ships. They need to make it so like people can design their own ships, and then the NPCs will like drive other people's ships, right? Like they'll download them mm -hmm. and use them, kind of, kind of deal. Maybe not all the time, but like you have a chance of like this was made by so and so or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. that would be kind of neat, I suppose. Uh, cool, cool. But yeah, that's some cool stuff, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> It'll be a long time for Fallout Five, bro. <laughs> Especially oh, yeah. with Elder Scrolls. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Elder, Elder Scrolls Six is a pre-production, so it's gonna be a while. So anybody waiting on the next Fallout, you, you, it's gonna be a while, man. I am super interested in. So I like Fallout and everything, but Elder Scrolls I always liked more because it was a uh, fantasy, right? Like, and and Fallout was always like we're nukes and have guns and and nuclear power stuff. That's cool and all, but I always like. I tend to like fantasy a little bit more. Um, so I'm kind of interested in what they're going to do with that after after Starfield. 
I uh, I have never really played either one. Like I played a little bit of Fallout. I played Fallout Four, and then I just I've never played an Elder Scrolls game. So to me, like both of those are kind of like I've never really Let's see. experienced too much of that myself personally. For but, Fallout, I did hey man. Fallout Three. I think was my first one. I want to say yeah. And then Elder Scrolls Oblivion was my first Elder Scrolls game. Although I think I played Morrowind, but I didn't realize it at the time because I was a young tyke and didn't really pay attention to the games I played that much. <laughs> but cool. Um, what do we got next, bub? If we're done with that. Yeah, we are. Next thing we got is uh, an announcement of Dragon's Dogma 2. That's right. We got it. So they had a 10-year anniversary uh, or 10-year thing of uh, Dragon's Dogma, and then they announced that they're doing a second game, right? They did. That's that's kind of what it is. And I'm just going to skip to the part with the announcement at the end because this is a whole video about the whole 10 years. Uh, but yeah. they did they did the announcement at the end. They took their shirts off. Um, right here, they said, we got an announcement to make. And there it is. We got Drag's, Dragon's Dogma 2 shirt on there. It's in. It's currently in development after so many years, which is cool. Um, currently in development. Are you going to check out Dragon? I don't think you've, you've, you haven't played the first one, right? Are you going to check it I out? I haven't played it yet. No, I have it. I want to play it, but I haven't tried it out yet. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's got an, I forgot it had an anime, but that's right, it does. Um, oh, yeah, I haven't seen it yet, yeah. Uh, Dragon's Dogma is cool, man. I'm glad that they're making a second one. I need to go back. I wouldn't mind going back and playing it. I think you can mod it to make it graphically look better now. Um, but I, I need to check it. Uh, but it's cool, man. You get the, you, you fight these monsters and some of them are big and some of them aren't big, but like some of them you, you like grab on and like climb up on them and shit. It's pretty cool. Uh, so I'm really excited for a second one. Um, and also I'm interested in going back to it since I've played Elden Ring. Cause it was kind of, it was kind of that it was kind of that style of game, but um and uh, the uh, you know it, 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 I haven't played it in years, so I'm very curious in, in checking it out again. Yeah, I, I guess I never played it, so I I'm, I think I I think I actually I think I have it, but I don't. Uh, let's see, do I have it on Steam or do I have this game on? Uh, you keep going, DT. I need to hop uh, up for just a quick second. I think I have it on. I think I maybe have it on Origin. Now that I think of it, I don't know. I, I, I have to. I thought I had it, but there, there's a few other dragon games out there that I may be confusing it with. But anyway, quick answer: I have not played it. <laughs> uh, I do want to play it at some point, though, because it looks it looks like something that I would be into for sure. All right. Uh, moving on to the next piece of news here. Uh, okay, sorry, I'm back. The next thing that we have here is uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. The second game of the Final Fantasy VII Remake trilogy launches next winter on the PlayStation 5. So they put out a uh, little bit of a twi uh, Twitter-like trailer dealio. I think this video uh, is spoilers, by the way. 
Okay. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know because I never played it. Yeah, I don't. I haven't either. So maybe maybe we shouldn't watch it. But it's it's there if you want. If you if you really if you guys really want to go watch it, go to the uh, Final Fantasy VII Twitter account, and then it's the tweet. The unknown journey will continue. And then yeah, it, it launches next next winter on the PS5. Uh, so yeah, go 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 look at that. Go check it out. Um, and yeah, I uh, I look forward to uh, I look forward to um, trying out the games. Yeah, uh, I'll probably play them once they're all out because I don't want to have to wait for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I I know they've added the first part on Steam, right? So I'll probably yeah. play it on Steam because I don't have a PS5. So I'll get I'll probably just end up get wait until they all come on Steam and then just get them there. Which as long as he as long as he ain't seventy bucks each though, because that's some bullshit, that's, dude. That's dude. what I was fixing to bring up. I was like, they got some stupid ass like prices. It's it's on sale at the moment. It's for, you can get it for fifty, but because the Steam even, summer sales going on. But man, yeah, even that, on, man, dude. fuck. You're killing us with these prices, guys. Yeah, for real, dude. That that that's insane that they that they do are doing that, man. Like, what the fuck, bro? But anyway, uh, yeah, that's cool. They finally have some news about that because I feel like it's been a while. You know, the first one came out what like two years ago. Anyway, but anyway, something like that. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, went on to the next thing. Uh, Next thing we have is a <clears throat> more a, Final Fantasy. Yeah, it was more Final Fantasy. So they're doing a Crisis Core, like uh, I think it's a remaster, uh, which is kind of like a <clears throat> like a little bit of a side game that kind of follows uh, another character in Final Fantasy VII called Zack, or has a major important like plot thing with with uh cloud i believe so uh even though i don't know a whole lot about final fantasy i do know a bit about this because i had friends that played it and talked about it so uh so yeah they're the, the, this the, the video is just a little quick announcement of them uh i mean like hey we're remastering this that's cool uh for all this stuff so we don't have to watch it really i'll put it up for like a few seconds but we can move on yeah it is a little bit of old news at this point Okay. Uh, after that, we have a uh, what is this? Oh, Epic Online Services release a free PC free PC crossplay tools. Yeah, um, I think did I put this in here? Or did you put this in here? I think I put this in here. Uh, My, yeah, it's it been two be weeks, here. so. The reason I put this in there is because I just think it's cool and I want more crossplay with stuff. So, um, they have an article here that says uh, to reach all audiences, developers need to port their titles across multiple stores and platforms by implementing different sets of services and account systems for each store. Because these services aren't in interoperable, it means players cannot play with friends who purchase from different stores despite owning the exact same game. Today we are launching a new crossplay tool for game developers starting with the PC. The service is the first in a series of plug-and-play crossplay services that give developers everything they need to connect their game and communities across platforms and stores. 
Um, they even have a little video here we can watch. Yeah. It's like 40 it's, seconds. Uh, yeah, it's a really short one, so we can throw it Let's up. Check here. it out. All right, three, two, one, go. Go. Uh, zero online. Neon Party Squad. We don't have to spend a whole lot of time on it. It's just we have friends that have games on every possible store, and because they want to have every possible store in fucking existence. Yeah. Uh, I just put it in here because I think it's great, and then we can all play with each other. It's cool. All. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely cool, man. I, 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 I think it's a, I think it's a smart idea for sure. Yeah, and I just think it's great that they're doing it for free. Like, here's these free tools you can play with your friends because they're not going to be making money on crossplay stuff you're, you're like making it so you can go buy it on their competitor if you want to with their other, and your other friends might be playing it on this so yeah that's kind of cool um next yeah, up that's, we that's have pretty, that's oh, pretty yeah, good, man. Pretty good. no I was, I was just reading uh, like what like what is includes and stuff but you know uh, I got you. account linking all friends in one place update free improvements plug and play sdk integrated game invites so that's cool you know between steam and epic so uh, i am makes a lot of sense but anyway mm -hmm. what do we got next josh next up we have five minutes of gameplay of black myth wukong which okay i heard a leak about this the other day like yesterday yeah mm -hmm. let me follow let me follow this food I uh I did not hear about this, so I'm uh, so uh, I'm curious so, about, about what it is. So the leak is that beyond what you see in these trailers, there is no game. Like for the most part, like it's not done. And any whoa, it is not nearly as advanced as these videos lead you to believe. Okay. Uh, so that's the rumor. Um. Like they show areas that don't have bosses or mobs, that's because there aren't any in there yet. They're not built. So basically, what I'm getting at is that this game is going to take a while. It's not even close to being done, even though they're showing you cool ass video. Yeah. Which I have playing, by the way, Daniel. I forgot to count us down. My bad. No, I, I got it playing. Um, so in other words, what you're saying is they're quite they're they're being quite ambitious with this game. Yeah. So don't get too excited, like. Yeah. The, the trailers can kind of be a little deceptive. Um, I think what they do show is cool, but um, also, guys, you should totally, totally go watch this on your own because it looks way better in 4K. But uh. But yeah. 
But again, <clears throat> we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on it. We don't have to watch the whole video either, but... Yeah. We can move on. I do think it looks neat, and I do want it to be completed, though. I just think it's interesting that they keep showing shit for this game. If 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 these if that rumor or leak is correct, you know what I mean. I think they they <clears throat> the very first video they did. I think was to like attract people to work for them. So this may be like the same, like come work on the game, type gotcha. video. Like we need more help, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And that's if that's true. If that leak is true, which right. it probably is true. All right, DT, what do we yeah. got next? Guess, guess, we'll, uh, guess we shall see. Uh, next up, uh, we have a Dark Tide or a Warhammer 40k Dark Tide character customization info. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about this really quickly. Yeah, we're looking forward uh, to this game. So it's a, uh, it's a dev blog talking about it. Uh, and they have uh, the lead character artist on the Dark Tide team talking about it. Uh, so you can uh, create your own. So you can create your own character. Uh, for those of you who have not heard about this, because as you know, in Vermintide, you kind of have like set characters already that you have to just choose from. But in this game, you actually get to create your own, which I think is pretty badass. And uh, yeah, they, you you choose your sentence. You know, uh, uh, there's it looks like there's four different types here to uh, to start off with, uh, or total. I don't know, but uh, there's that. Uh, there's visual style and intent, so you can choose like body type, face, eye color, hairstyle, facial color, face tattoos, body tattoos, scars, height, and personality. So all of that, very, very customizable, uh, which is, again, so different from, like, Vermintide 2 and some of the other games. So that's pretty, pretty badass. Um, so many different possible looks that you can come up with. Uh, as you can see with some of the concept art that they have here. Lots of uh, different faces and just, I mean, shit, you, you can even be a non-human if you want to be. Look at these guys. Look at these big boys right here. Yeah, I think those are um, called, uh, <clears throat> I think they're called Ogren in the Dark Tide, or in the Warhammer 40k universe, I want to say. They're kind of like ogres. Gotcha. Um, kind of. Uh, but and yeah. then, of course, you go into <clears throat> the cool. gear and whatnot. Yeah, there's a, it's a lot of a lot of a lot of cool stuff in here. Like, if you guys want to go read the article or the blog post, we'll definitely go check it out. It's at playdarktide.com/slash/news/dev-blog/character-customization. Uh, you can go read it all in depth because, uh, yeah, there is a lot in here that. If you're interested in this game, you're gonna to want to have to you're gonna to want to read and check it out for sure. I'm <clears throat> I was excited for the game even before this, but I'm like yeah, 
but now I'm it's super like, excited yeah. now because it's like um uh, it's like i own a piece of it in a way because i make my character right even though if it, they might not have a lot of options or anything but still giving yeah. this just a little bit of customization goes a long way to making you feel like you're you own part of the game in a way um so that definitely makes me even more interested in it and i'm looking hella forward to warhammer dark tide absolutely absolutely i i love i love games where they let you uh customize characters so i will definitely be looking forward to it. and again the another cool thing about this one is that for me it comes out only a few days after my birthday so let's go man oh yeah let's go i'm I'm ready dude uh moving on uh we have a oh there's a there's a digimon trailer yeah, I think I put for this a new, in here. For, yeah, you, yeah, you definitely did put this one in here. Uh, I <sighs> forgot about this. This, this is a, was a new, obviously a new game, but like I don't even know what, what kind of game is this. Like, well, I guess we'll find out maybe, right? I don't know either. So let's find out. All right. Well, let's let's check it out. It's a minute thirty. So three, two, one, go. Lost in a strange parallel world. So I remember watching a little bit of Pokemon back or Digimon back in the day, but I was never super into it. Careful, as each decision could. I was always more Pokemon. Using your phone. Yeah, I played. I played. I watched. I played. I watched the original Digimon, like the first series. Yeah. And maybe like part of the second one. Surrounded by a mysterious dense fog. Filled with danger around every corner, trapped in a world swarming with monsters, where terrifying creatures roam the night. Also, <clears throat> I have accidentally full-screened my OBS on my other monitor, and I cannot make it small together. again. And I don't know what to do. I guess I'm just going to have to deal with it for the whole show. They must trust one another. You can't, like, F11 your way out of it. No. They must save each other. Hmm. They must survive. Honestly, I don't even know why I put this in here. I guess because it was Digimon and it was announced. So I think that's the only reason. July 29th, 2022. I didn't even know what the game was. Interesting. Okay, cool. Alright, I got also I managed to minimize it. Apparently it, it was like frozen for a second or something. Anyway, we're good. Uh cool. what else do we have, DT? Um the next thing we have here is we have a new Cyberpunk 2077 board game from Come On is now live over at Kickstarter. So if you want to go support a uh a new cyberpunk board game it's called the uh, cyberpunk 2077 gangs of night city the board game and there's a little bit of a uh, bit of a trailer here yeah yeah, yeah. we can uh, we can throw that up if you want to want to throw it yeah. up so hey all you chooms check this out you want to count three minutes three two one play
CD Project Red. Come on. Come on. Large corporations rampant with corruption. Illegal cyberware sold on every street corner. In a place we call home. Oh. Night City. Kings of Night City. Cyberpunk 2077, Gangs of Night City, the board game. I guess each player's uh, gang. Dispatch your underlings. Solos. Build your army. Techies. Hack into the net. Netrunners. Uncover buried secrets. I feel like it's cheating that they have, uh, <laughs> they keep cutting the game footage. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why they keep doing that. I feel like, you should, well, you want to show off more of the board game, right? But yeah, they're like, hey, it's, it's, it's the game, you know? You all like, you know, some people like the game, right? Here it is. Like, I, like I already know it's Cyberpunk. I don't even need to keep showing me the video game. Like, show me the cool shit on the board game. And take control of the streets. Maelstrom. Jackie, dude. Yeah, like the literal 10 seconds of the game where you get to dance with Jackie. We're not with uh, Jackie nearly long enough, man. What will your story be? <clears throat> there it is. Uh, pretty uh, neat, but I think they showed too much of the game in there. Uh, I guess I guess the reason they did it is because like, oh, here, you know, what you're actually doing in the board game you know, is is mm -hmm. what what you would be doing in the game like this? So I I, I guess, but like yeah, they definitely just should have shown a little more of the board game. I get it. I think it's neat. Um, my issue with board games is I don't get to play them with people, ever, um, because unless I'm going to like a con or something, and there's a board and that and there's a particular board game there, and that we're playing it right, like at WaveCon we played a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm looking at their Kickstarter. They are already funded, uh, and they are over their goal. They have nine days left. Yeah, nine um, days left. They are. Oh yeah, they're yeah, yeah. They are. They are over the goal. So they made it. Uh, do they have uh, any stretch goals? Let's have a look. See. Uh, they've unlocked yeah. a bunch. Nine already. days left as of this recording. So as of right now, you have nine days left. By the time this goes up on YouTube, you probably have like eight days or so. But anyway. 
They have three more stretch uh, goals that they could very easily hit in nine days. Um, nice. So that's cool. Neat. We we do show Kickstarters yeah. here on the show on occasion when we find something neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those of you wondering, uh, <laughs> uh, the people making this game are Kaman, who also made the Zombicide, Dead or Undead or Alive, uh, the Masters of the Universe, the board game Clash for Eternia. And then now they're doing this one. So there you have it. Uh, moving on from that, uh, I never played the original game uh, for this, but uh, there is some leaked footage from the canceled Scarface 2 over at YouTube. So I never played the first game. Did you ever play the uh, the, the Scarface game? Like, you know, back I did. In the day? I did, actually. Um, nice, yeah. I remember wanting a cool to play it, and game. I never did. It was a cool game. It's not canon in any way, shape, or form, because it literally... The game starts where the movie ends, and we all know how that movie ends. Yeah, it's, there's no way that they, they, anything continue after that. Uh, so they, they kind of do like an alternate ending if Tony turned around in time type of deal. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, I have it up, and we can skip through it, and you can count us down if you want. We can watch the opening. Yeah, let's, uh, let, me, uh, let, me, let me open it up here really quickly. Uh, what if, I just remember in the first game, you had a balls meter. And it would fill up as you as you like uh, killed people and did like crazy shit. Like it would like you know how Tony in the movies like I I got my balls and my and and my something that don't break either for anybody, right? But you can make money in the game by filling up your balls meter and going to like a sperm donation bank. I remember this being a thing. I remember this being a thing because what it had the hell? There was a cheat code because this is back when games had cheat codes, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, we've all we've all cheated when we played GTA. Scarface was basically just oh, GTA. Yeah, dude. Um, Shout out to fucking cheatcc.com or whatever the fuck that website used to <laughs> yeah, be that exactly. I would go on. There was a cheat code that would fill Tony's ball meter, so you could get unlimited money what by typing in the fuck, cheat bro. code and just hanging out of the sperm bank. No joke. It was a thing in the game. Anybody that's played this game can confirm that shit. That is absolutely wow, and I did not know that was a thing in that game. Dude. Yeah, it absolutely is. That's and I nuts. actually, the game was actually quite good. <laughs> I thought. Yeah, I mean, it was. I remember wanting to play it. I just never did though, man. It came out like in what '06 or something. Like I just never. It's old. Anyway, let's watch this video. I didn't even play it. Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, let's move it up to like. Uh, 152, Josh. 152. So. All right, I'm there. Three, two, one, go. So this game was supposed to come out in 2008. And it was called Scarface Empire. Oh my, they got Queen playing in the background too? Yep. Milestone 14, June 6, 2008. 
World Art. You got your boy Elvis playing in the back. Man, watching this now, it's like, damn, this looks. Like, looks I'm sure so at the bad. time it looked. Yeah, I'm sure at the time it was. We would have thought it was would have been amazing, but now it's like, oof. Awesome. And I know we're this. This wasn't even done yet. It wasn't even complete. So. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I know this is an unfinished game, but still, I'm like, oof. And games hey, always look so combat. terrible, terrible when they're uh, not even complete. I am. Uh, hey, he's getting lit up. I am very confused by the way the gu the gun is aiming around, <laughs> like in that little circle. Was weird. <laughs> Driving in law enforcement. Oh my god, that pop in though. Pre-production footage. There you go. All right. We can uh, okay move it up a little bit. There's there was like supposedly like a replay or a revive mechanic that they had in here that I'm looking at like the four fifty five. Yeah, I got it. I'm just curious what this is all about. Let's see. So down he goes. And then nope, he's not gonna he's not going down without a fight, bro. He gets back up. I thought they were gonna do Shadow of Mordor shit. Like before Shadow of Mordor, <laughs> like one of your homies just helps you. Oh shit! Oh damn! Just wait, Josh. Just wait. <laughs> you, you said that. You'll you'll see you'll see what I mean. You'll see what I mean. Okay. Ba -da -da, ba -ba -da -da. Oh yep. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Oh, that's funny. Hey, fuck you, man. Uh. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. I think they have an interview with uh, Stephen Bauer who plays Manny, but we don't, you know, we don't have to watch that. It's fine. They have some, they have some concept art in here as well, um, which is uh, rather interesting. Seeing yeah, that, I'm just gonna, but... I'm gonna kind of skip around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you can skim through that if you want. I mean, it looks kind of cool. I just, um, I'll be honest. I've had the majority of the video muted just because there was so much. Just, just so much over 
talking that didn't yeah. on stream. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it it would have been interesting, I suppose. But I, yeah, I never even played the first one, so. It's a pretty um, fun little like GTA clone-ish game. So another interesting thing is that the uh, the scarf, the engine for that game was a heavily modified version of what was used on Prototype and the Hulk games that came before it. Is what uh, uh, was said. So yeah, would it would have been neat? I'm, I'm sure it would have been a, a fun game, you know? Yeah. Because I generally do like those like GTA style games, but yeah, um, yeah, that'll that'll do it. I think for our game news, unless you got anything else, man. No, I think that is uh, all. Not unless something's dropped. I haven't even looked. I guess I can look real quick. Uh, unless unless anything is dropped in the past hour and a half, you know. Then... The Steam summer sale is ongoing. If you want anything uh, on there, go pick That's it true. up. I guess. It goes on until the 7th of July, I believe. So, yeah, if you want to go uh, uh, yeah. get pick some up. There's a lot of good stuff on sale right now. Uh, just, uh, just to read this off really quick, Persona 5 Royale will include all DLC for the Xbox and Windows releases, so just in case. <clears throat> Anybody was curious about that, that's on there. Um... No, I think we can move on, my friend, to the right, television well, let's, uh, news. Let's go ahead and move on then. All um, right. So, TV news. First thing we have here is, I'm sure, something that everybody is looking forward to. Uh, there is going to be a Game of Thrones uh, sequel series starring Jon John Snow. And Kit Harrington in development over at the HBO, uh, uh, THR reports, um, and it is uh, the first uh, project connected to this. I guess that you know is a well, that's not true because the House of the Dragon, but that's like way before, right? It's like years before. Mm -hmm. So this is like the first one that's like directly connected to you know the actual game of thrones show so um but yeah i uh, kid harrington is the one that uh that wanted to come back and do it and uh, he will be returning as john snow obviously um and and let me tell you guys somebody i mean me i am somebody me that i uh have not read any of the books or I don't know much about this franchise other than what I've seen in the show. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do in the show. Cause like where we leave him off at the end of the, the show is kind of like, he's just gone up North, right. With, with the homies and whatnot. And it's like, well, what is he going to like, what are we, is we just going to be up North and like, you know, spending time with the boys over there? Or like, like, like what, what are we, what are we doing here? Like, what, what's the plan here for this? You know? Because if yeah, he exactly. just wants to come back and play Jon Snow again, I mean, that's cool. Because, like, I'm, sh I'm sure eventually, like, you know, if you're a part of a big franchise and it's, like, probably one of, if not your most recognizable character that you've played, I'm sure at some point you'd like to come back. But I feel like this is too soon, right? Usually when this kind of type of stuff happens, it's usually, like, 
I don't know. You have a little bit of time off, right? And like Game of Thrones ended when? 2019? So it's been like five years, I guess. But I don't know. I just feel like at least like 10 years or something. But hey, man, if, if he wants to do it and if HBO wants to put some money into it, then good for them, I suppose. I mean, I don't again, I don't know what they're planning on doing. I'll, I'll probably check it out just for curiosity's sake. But yeah, I have I have no idea what 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 could happen in this show or what they could be doing. Yeah. Um, and I've really been interested in the OG Game of Thrones since it ended. Like, I haven't gone back and watched it or anything like that uh, because of how I hated how it ended. Um, <clears throat> the only reason I would even be interested in this is because it's Kit that wants to come back, right? And he was one of the ones that yeah. was disappointed, I think, with, with the, way, the way it yeah, ended. No, yeah. So uh, if they give him some control over it, which, I mean, I fucking would, uh i'm kind of curious to what he would do uh yeah i'm sure he, i'm like, sure he'd sign on as like an ep or something right to get a little yeah. bit more a little bit more saying what's going on or whatever um, so but, that uh, would really yeah. be the only the only reason i'd even be remotely interested in it personally uh yeah because i mean i do like his character but yeah yeah But yeah, we'll see, man. I don't really have much to say on this other than it would be kind yeah, of a wait-and-see approach, dude, because, like, I... Yeah, much like you, I also was not a fan about the... Not only the way it ended, but, like, the last couple of seasons, like, the last few seasons were kind of just, like, eh, to me, man. Like, if you want to see our disappointment, I'm sure we talked about it on Cantina at some point. We d- we did talk about it, but I don't think we dedicated we like, a specific show No, we to didn't it. have a whole episode to it. I don't we, were, uh-huh. we were that disappointed by it, I think, that we were just like, I don't even want to talk about this <laughs> we were, shit. Yeah, like, I think that's what episode. it was. I think that's what it was. It was something like, let's, let's yeah. forget it never happened. Because <laughs> for the most part, like we we try to do shows on stuff that we know or we think we're going to like for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. And if, you know... And if not, then I mean, we don't like we don't like everything. Obviously, like I'm, there's, there's been shows where we watch stuff and we're like, yeah, or or play, or you know, we where we weren't really feeling as much. But you know, uh, for the most part, it's we try to stay positive and not super negative because you know, there's a lot there's a lot of negativity out there. But uh, but anyway, that is the Jon Snow news that kind of caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting that, but it's happening. Uh, next thing we have here is that there's a trailer for Westworld season four, but the but the first episode is out already. So do we even want to watch this? I say we pass because uh, we'll probably be spoilery, and uh, okay. uh, I want to watch the first episode at the very least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's fine with me. Uh, like I said, it was on here before the show came out, which was yeah. a couple weeks, I guess, really. So, but time has passed, and you know we haven't. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, I forgot it was even so. releasing last night, and I I want to check it out. I want to check out at least the first episode, see how I feel, because like the show has kind of been missed more than hit for me the last couple seasons. So yeah, for sure, for sure, I can agree to that. Anyway, we have a couple of trailers here to watch. Let's check them out. Uh, this first one here, I actually reacted to. So if you guys want to go check that out, it's over on my YouTube channel. Uh, but it is the official trailer to Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. Uh, I like watching these Lego Star Wars little special things. So, um, yeah, I, uh, 
I will definitely be checking this one out when it comes out. I believe it comes on in August. Yeah, August 5th. Um, I did not watch the uh, the Halloween one. I, I'll probably end up watching that one this Halloween. Um, but I did watch the holiday special. That one's good. But now we have a summer vacation one. So let's check it out, Josh. Three, two, one, play. Let's party. Best vacation ever. Summer's about to end and we're all about to go our separate ways. It's a vacation. Relax. Hello there. Who are you? Obi-Wan Kenobi. What is in this? Also, look who it is, Josh. It's not that kind of holiday. Can you guess who that's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, don't worry, man. It'll tell you. It'll tell you, all right. One never okay. knows how long a moment will last. You must learn to enjoy yourself. What do you know about vacations? So they're just having a good time, man. They're partying, bro. Look at this. The trip isn't about the destination. The journey. Go, go, go! Who will be declared rulers of the beach? <gasps> Ruler? Everybody limbo! Oh, hell no. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> Try not to lose a hand. It's kind of a thing in our family. It's a. It's a. Well, I'm not saying it. It's a snack! <laughs> That's not even Akbar, lady. So there you go, dude. Fucking Weird Al Yankovic Weird is going to be in it. And uh, yeah. he's going to be performing the original song, Scarif Beach Party, dude. So, uh, yeah. Maybe maybe they'll have some some short troopers there for you, man. I don't know. Let's see. The whole video, I was just thinking, they should put Lego Star Wars characters in Fortnite. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be... That would be... Inst- I, so, I, so if I was weird. staring off into the nothingness... Yeah, with a blank look on my face. That's what was in my head. Was like, I should put Lego Vader in fucking That would be that'd be weird, man. Just having uh, these blocky ass motherfuckers run around. But yeah, uh, I, I, I like watching the Lego Star Wars stuff. I like the Lego Star Wars humor and all that kind of stuff. So I'll I'll, I'll check it out. I, 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 I enjoy it. It's Star Wars, Lego. I like both of those things. So, oh yeah, it'd be fun. Uh, the next show that we have here. Is for Stranger Things 4 Volume 2, which will be dropping this Friday. The last two episodes dropping this Friday. So we got a little bit of a little trailer before those two drop. So here we go, man, if you're ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. I know you're frightened. You're terribly frightened by what you've seen. I'm not going to lie to you. Your friends are not prepared for this fight. Hawkins will fall. My friends need me. You're not ready. He's not going to stop. 
he's taken everyone. Damn, Lucas. Be a punch of the shit out of somebody. Good. I hope it's that fucking football dude. <laughs> yeah, right? Fuck that kid. I know people love that song, but I'm sick of hearing it, bro. I, it's everywhere. <laughs> it is everywhere, dude. I go on TikTok and like every other fucking thing is just that that song. I'm like, bro, see, I get it. You guys this love is why, it. I'm so, this I'm is so why I don't go on it, TikTok. Man. See, I haven't heard it anywhere but Stranger Things because I don't go on TikTok. It is, <laughs> it is everywhere. I'm like, God, please. Oh, enough. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I digress. So I think somebody's gonna die, dude. What I think, think somebody man? has to. I think somebody has think, to die. I, my my thoughts is that it's gonna be Steve, but also part of me is like that might be too much of an obvious choice. But at the same time, I feel like he would be one that makes sense. What do What do you think? I feel like they're setting up for Steve, but I don't know. They might throw a curveball at us. I I do yeah, think somebody's gonna like go. It, like I but think it, it's gonna, it could be him, but like it, it, him. that might be too too obvious. I don't know. It might be too obvious for him. I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. We'll see. They they might just fucking juke us out and just be like, nobody dies, right? Nobody dies. That, but I that feel would like be, that would be more surprising to me for sure. I would almost be more disappointed if somebody didn't, because I feel like the stakes have to go up, which means somebody has to kick the bucket. Even though I like Somebody's the character Steve, it, yeah. uh, or I yeah, like no, all the characters great. for the most part. Um, you can you can you can have Argyle, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, he he, he could go, easy. bro. He, he could go. <laughs> I knew DT was get, was gonna get, agree with me get on it, that one. Get his ass out of here, dude. Uh, get him out of here, bro. We haven't talked about Stranger Things uh, because it's not done yet. Um, because we're waiting on this, obviously. But like, there are some parts of the newest season that I do not like. Um. Um, but for the most part, I've, I've had a good time with it. But there are some parts I do not like. Um, we might do an episode on it. We'll see. Um, what else we got, DT, if we're done with uh, Stranger Things? Um, the last thing I have here for TV news is uh, the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Uh, talk about how they are going back to practical orcs. For the most part, after the Hobbit CGI ones, and not only that, but they're 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 going to be throwing in some female orcs this time around. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they uh, there was an uh, interview with uh, IGN and uh, executive producer Lindsay Weber 
uh, and prosthetics department chief Jamie Wilson assured fans that a more practical approach for orcs was used on Amazon on the Amazon Prime video series. Uh, visual effects were only utilized to make minor tweaks to prosthetics during action scenes to showcase a group of orcs so large in number that it would have been impossible to pull it off practically. Uh, and this is what Weaver said. When they were up close to the camera, orcs are really practical and almost exclusively. And the places where the visual effects team could uh, help were more in numbers when we need the larger quantities than you could amass on a film set anywhere in the world. That's what they were. That's what they were, sort of. Uh, when they come in and do some of their work, uh, work their magic. We did a lot of planning so that we knew in advance which performers would be closest to the camera. And Wilson added that we did decide from the outset that we would try and make this a real, a very real show. So therefore, we tried to use real prosthetics and everything uh, and minimize the visual effects because there are hundreds of productions that are heavy on visual effects and you can see it. That the human eye is getting better and better and knows what it is, what is real and, what, and knows what isn't. Because we are just getting so deloused with all this product that you begin to know. Uh, they said that a close link exists between the uh, practical effects and VFX and bringing the orcs to life. Uh, a lot of VFX work comes in when you go into stunts and action. And some of the stuff that, that isn't humanly uh, physically possible do. Uh, so therefore, it's into a visual effect. Uh, and also lots of prosthetics, beasts and creatures that, that needed further enhancements or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's uh, pretty cool. I definitely uh, like that they're going back to more uh, practical looking orcs because, yeah, the ones in the Hobbit trilogy, man, they uh, they do they they look stupid, they right? look I'm rough. I'm just gonna say man. it, I did not like them. I like they look rough. Look, I prefer practical effects anyway over most CGI stuff. Because CGI can always tell it looks a little... Yeah. It's just not there. It's always... I mean, it's still not quite there where I can't be like, I know this is real. Like, some things are, but, like, when it comes to, like, faces and things with and creatures on occasion, it's just, like, it's too easy to tell that it's CG or a dude in a suit. Yeah. Uh, I like practical effects. I just think they look better. Yeah, I think the way that they're handling it for this show is that you do mostly practical and then like you could do, do like enhancements and certain things that are just not possible in real life. You do it with mm -hmm. CG or VFX, right? Like that, yeah. that I think is like the perfect marriage between the two. Like you, you get you get to as real as you as you can. And then, you know, with your VFX, you, 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 you touch it up a little bit. Right. And so that's for me, I think that's the way every everything should go about it, you know? Um, yeah. Personally, because I just, I just, you know, practical always looks better for the most part. Uh, and there are certain instances where that's not the case. Like the one that comes to mind for me, obviously, is uh, Yoda in the prequels. Like the, the episode one puppet was horrendous. Like I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to like disrespect the people that worked on it, but like, like I think everybody is for the most part is in agreement that the CG Yoda they ended up going with for episode two and three. Looks mm -hmm. a lot better than the fucking puppet they use for fans. Uh, you know what? You know what's weird for me, or, or that I don't get, is that how come they made a puppet a, a bet the best Yoda puppet that was ever made was in the '80s for The Empire Strikes Back. Right? How come? How come they can't replicate the '80s puppet now? Like I don't why, know like why. How 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 is it possible that they made a better puppet forty years ago than they could make one now? That that always gets to me. Like I'm just like how. 
how did they perfect it the first time? And then now for some reason, or, you know, when they did episode one, it just looked like, like it did. I'm like, it didn't look good. You know, like, like mm-hmm. how? I, I just, I don't understand that. My brain doesn't, doesn't comprehend. I don't that, know either, but... man. I agree. But, but yeah, for real, the empire one is the best that's ever looked. But anyway, I'm going off a little bit of a tangent on that one, but I'm just, you know, I, I'm saying that for the most part, even <laughs> though there are certain guys, ex- <laughs> there, there, are, there are, there are, exce- there are exceptions to the rule. Like I just mentioned with Yoda, for the mm-hmm. most part, most things look better practical, but, of, mm-hmm. but of course, like I just mentioned, some things do obviously are better if you just CG it, but. For the most part, practical is the way to go with CG or VFX uh, enhancements. But yeah, I like it. I'm looking forward to this Lord of the Rings show, man. I don't know. Uh, it, it's coming out in September. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm a very big Lord of the Rings fan. Uh, love love the movies. Uh, uh, love the games. Uh, I haven't really read the books as much, but I mean, obviously, you know, that's where it all starts. So I'm uh. Yeah, I'm just very curious what they're going to do with the show. Uh, I'm optimistic. Um, I, again, I like the way they're approaching this, so we'll see what happens, man. I, I'm... Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I'm optimistic, uh, all that, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh... Uh, yeah, that's all I got for the uh, the uh, TV news. All right. So if we you want, we can go ahead on. and move on to Let's the final uh, news portion, which is the uh, the movie news. Um, movie news. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the first thing we have here is that uh, Justin Lin is going to be directing the One Punch Man movie for. Sony. So there you go. For all you Animu fans out there, I'm sure you're cringing and dreading this <laughs> because we all know how they feel about uh, anything anime that isn't actually anime. Uh, I, I just, I just wonder how they're gonna do this because like the anime is so like, I don't know. It's very like, I don't know the word I'm looking for. It's I don't want to say like specific, but maybe it is. I don't know. It's it's very like. It's very particular, right? I guess I guess this is what I'm trying to say. It's very like with the art style and everything. Like I don't know. I just don't know how. Like like who do you even cast as like Saitama? You know, I don't. Have you have you ever? I don't think you've seen One Punch Man, right? I've seen uh, like a few episodes, but not like the whole thing. No. Okay. It's uh, a. Yeah, I thought it was uh, weird. <laughs> well, season one is a lot better than season two, in my opinion, and because I thought season two was weird, but uh. Well, yeah, damn. I, I definitely would like season two. Then. <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoyed season one way more than two. Two was fucking weird, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know, man. But Justin Lin is the dude who's been directing all the Fast and the Furious movies, and uh, yeah, I don't, I have fa- no idea what the. He's a family is. man. He's got this. <laughs> he's gonna yeah, be great. yeah, yeah. He's he's gonna make uh, One Punch Man be all about family, right? I suppose. He's gonna cast Vin, but, uh, Vin Diesel as Saitama. You know, he's bald. <laughs> he's bald. <laughs> it's either him or The Rock, right? I mean, you got. Yeah, no, right? so yeah. It's funny. I saw I saw a Photoshop of the The Rock and Kevin Hart as this fucking the One Punch Man and his little sidekick dude, and that that shit cracked me up, man. When I saw that. It was let me see if I can find the picture so I can show you, man, because that was oh. 
hilarious. It it was <laughs> so funny, dude. Um, yeah, it was it was funny. But yeah, I don't I don't know what to I don't know what to expect, man. I I don't know. It could. I feel like most anime movies are pretty pretty bad. Um, yeah. So I don't know what you know what could come of this, but we'll see. I guess right. Uh, but yeah, if you if you look back over here, Josh, I have placed another link with the picture. Uh, so you can uh-huh. you, you, you can show you can oh, show gosh. the stream <laughs> the Photoshop of, of that man. There you go. You oh man, look at that! Aren't you guys... paper all ready to go. Look at that. Yeah, aren't you guys excited for the One Punch Man movie? There it is. Look at that. You got the Rock and Kevin Hart, bro. Fuck yeah, dude. It is. That's terrible. That's what that is. <laughs> One punch. Oh, oh god. Man. That's enough. Hilarious. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got to say about that. So, uh, yeah. Moving on to the next thing, uh, we have the Joker two news, and uh, Lady Gaga is in early talks to join Joaquin Phoenix as Harley Quinn. Uh. And there is also talk that this sequel will be a musical, which uh, I could see that being a thing, although it's definitely going to get weirder. That is mm-hmm. a fact. But I, I honestly, though, I could see it working, though. Like, I'm not going to lie. I could see I could see musical being a thing, which makes sense if you're going to cast Lady Gaga as fucking Harley, Harley Quinn. Right. I mean. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, I know we talked about uh this like two weeks ago as well on the last show when they uh we had Todd Phillips post a picture on his Instagram of the script. Um and it's called uh, I think Joker Folia Do uh which I hope I said that right. because uh, I don't really speak French even though I do know certain things but you know I'm not uh uh what's the word? I'm not the proficient in the language. But uh, yeah. Uh, so Gaga, Lady Gaga is uh, gonna be uh, Harley Quinn if it ends up happening. Uh, it's unclear what other characters are gonna be using in the movie. Uh, but the title of the movie makes sense now with with her kind of involvement. And uh, yeah, they're they're like I said, they're saying that it's also a musical. Um. The uh, the first movie was obviously more of a taxi driver meets king of comedy kind of kind of deal, um, but this one, if they're planning on doing it like a like a sequel or a, a, if they're planning on doing this sequel like a musical, then I'm I'm, I'm wondering like what kind of style they're going for because I honestly am not I don't really like musicals, but there are some that come along that I do enjoy. Um, it just depends for me on on which one, but I'm generally not a musical person. I don't really. Anytime I find that a movie's movie's a musical, I'm kind of like, eh, like I don't really want to. It's not it's not my jam, really, you know. But for this one, I, I'm kind of gonna just you know be a little, uh, uh, um. I need to see a trailer. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, I like the first movie, so if they can make mm-hmm. it kind of like that level, but just the musical, then I'll. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But I don't know. I don't know. It, I just. It just makes a whole lot of sense for them to cast Lady Gaga as as Carly Quinn if that's where they're going with. And uh, yeah, we'll see, dude. I don't know. We'll, well, we shall see. We shall see. I. I it, it's not like. I'm not like super overly excited about this, but I'm because but I did like the first one, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for now until they prove otherwise, right? I mean, that's just how I feel about it. So I think that makes sense. But uh yeah, that's uh that's that's all I have to say on that, I guess, for now. Okay. Uh yeah. So next thing we have is this is an interesting one. So we have a uh, Batman Azteca movie, animated movie coming to uh, HBO Max Latin America. And it is called Batman Azteca Choque de Imperios. So in other words, in English, this will be called Aztec Batman Clash of the Empires. Uh, And it is going to be a collaboration between Warner Brothers Animation and uh, Mexico's Anima. Uh, and uh, and also the Ch- Chatron producer. Um, but it was announced at the 37th Guadalajara International Film Festival. Uh, the original Spanish language animated film takes place in the iconic DC superhero, uh, or, or places the iconic DC superhero against the backdrop of the Aztec Mexico and immerses viewers in the enigmatic culture of Mesoamerica. Uh, and it takes place, and it centers on a young Aztec boy named Joachim, uh, uh, whose father, village leader uh, uh, Tolecatzin, is murdered by Spanish uh, conquistadors. Uh, and uh, uh, he flees to warn the king and his high priest Yoka of looming danger uh, using the temple of uh, Sinacan, the bat god, as a lair. Uh, Yahuil trains under his mentor and assistant Akatsin, developing equipment and weaponry to confront the Spanish invasion, protect uh, Moketsuma's temple, and avenge his father's death, is what the synopsis reads. So Juan Mesa Leon is going to be directing the feature. And uh, yeah, I uh, am going to be very curious about this. As, as a Mexican myself, I am very very curious about how this is gonna go. I think he looks pretty badass in the armor there. Yeah, I think the, the, the outfit looks dope. So yeah, I'm gonna be. Uh, I, de- I definitely want to check this out, man. So yeah, I, I, I would. I, look, I love all things Batman, so I definitely want to check it. Hell yeah! I think, I think it could be fun, right? Fighting out some Spanish conquistadores. Let's go, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah. Cool. We can move on to the next thing, uh, which is uh, there are three Avatar The Last Airbender films set at Paramount and Nickelodeon. Um, so Lauren Montgomery is tasked to direct the first of the three films, which is currently untitled. Uh, all three films are planned as theatrical releases. Avatar co-creators Brian uh, Kinetsko and Michael DiMartino will produce the untitled feature along with longtime producing partner Eric Coleman. Uh, it'll be the movie. The movie will be produced under Avatar Studios, which was formed in 2021 under, Nickel- under Nickelodeon as a division designed to produce content 
spanning the series made, uh, and movies based on the worlds of Avatar and The Legend of Korra. Uh, as original creators, Mike and Brian expand the Avatar universe with us. We're keeping it all in the family with Lauren bringing the same kind of expert. Uh, beautiful work she did on the original series and her new directing duties in the forthcoming theatrical. Um, and while there is not a whole lot of information on these, I did see that at least one of these is going to be on Avatar Kiyoshi. Mm-hmm. Which I know our boy, I know the homie Bigfoot is excited about. And I am too, honestly. I like Kiyoshi, so I'm 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 definitely excited to uh to see more. Uh but apparently the rumors for the three movies are the, the Kiyoshi one is first in 2024, the Zuko one is 2025, and then the Korra 2026. And honestly, I'm here for all three of those. Because I like all three of those characters. And yeah, I, I I can't wait, dude. I love Avatar, so I, I, I've been wanting more Avatar stuff for the longest time. That's all. I'm so excited for the uh, the Avatar, you know, tabletop RPG, dude. Because I, I I definitely want to play that at some point. Yeah. So yeah, the more Avatar, the better. I think. We 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 what do you think, Josh? I think it's. Uh, I think yeah, more the better. Um, obviously, I wasn't a, I wasn't a core guy. I, I was I was an original Avatar fan. Um. So I'm definitely and Zuko was like one of my favorite characters ever. So him getting a movie is pretty dope. I'm interested in the Kiyoshi movie and maybe, you know, I need to give Korra another shot. Uh, I don't know if I ever really gave it a fair shake. Um, mm. I was still high on the on the original Avatar, like the last airbender. So, you know, yeah. maybe I maybe I should give her another go. Give her another shot. Sometimes yeah. with with age comes wisdom, and with wisdom yeah. comes you need to check out things that you may have passed in the past before. You know what I'm saying? Like, True, um, yeah. give her another shot because you never know. You know, taste change. You could have been in just a weird place at the time and not uh, not realized what you had in front of you, kind of deal. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, more Avatar. Hell yeah. Well, we're getting something good, Avatar. Uh, either the live action thing or one of these animated things. Bound with all the yeah. Avatar projects. Something out there. It's got to end, right? <laughs> there is a lot of Avatar coming, especially on Paramount Plus, where they're trying to do more shows and stuff, too. So I, I'm excited for the future of the Avatar universe because there's a lot of mm-hmm. stuff coming. And yeah, some of that is bound to be good. It, it can't all be bad. So you got you to stay hopeful, man. You got to be optimistic, man. Because for the way I go about things is I look forward to stuff and I'm excited for stuff until I'm not, until they give me a reason not to be, you know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we got a few more things here to get to in the movie news, so let's go ahead and get to that. Uh, the next one here is that Guy Ritchie is going to be directing a live-action Hercules remake. Uh, yeah, I'm dropping some major oh. frames. What the hell? Oh, I think we're good. Maybe we're good. Nope, we're not good. Something's going on. What's happening? Okay, let me let me refresh the Twitch real quick because that is uh, I'm kind of my thing is pausing all over the place too. Well, I'm dropping frames right now, so it's gonna keep buffering until it passes. So give me a couple seconds here. I don't think anybody's doing anything here, so let me check. I'll yeah. be right back. All right. So he will be back momentarily, but yeah, as I said, 
uh, as I was saying, uh, the next piece of news that we have here for the uh, the show is that uh, Guy Ritchie is going to be directing a Hercules live action movie over over in, over for Disney. Uh, and as you guys know, he uh, he uh, he did the um, the Aladdin one, the most recent one, which I I thought was fine. I didn't. I don't know. I, I I'm not the biggest fan of that movie. It was it was okay. It it, it was okay. I, I wouldn't. I liked the. Uh, I like Minam uh, Musa as 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 Aladdin. I thought he was good. I thought the. Uh, I also thought that uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Naomi Scott was a pretty good Jasmine. But like for the most part, everything else is kind of. Eh. I think the big one of my biggest like, knocks on that movie, is the fact that I didn't was not a fan of Jafar in that one at all. Uh, personally, but. Yeah, so he's gonna be doing he's gonna be doing the uh the Hercules. I like the Hercules movie, that the original one. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious how they translate that into live action. Um because yeah, I, I'm you know, you guys know that we love Greek mythology over here, so we're we're all about it. And uh yeah, I, I I'm here for this, so I think I think this I think this could be good, even though I wasn't like the biggest fan of the of the Aladdin remake, but uh you know, I I I just gotta treat each one as kind of like its own thing, you know, because some of them are are better than others. Um, so, so yeah, we'll see how the Hercules live action uh, ends up, you know, ends up being. But like I said, Guy Ritchie's gonna be directing it, and uh, we'll see who they cast. I, that's gonna be the thing I'm curious about who who they're gonna cast as like you know Hercules and Meg and all these you know Hades yeah. and all that, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh... So I don't know how I feel about an, these live action things. I keep coming out. Well, gosh, let me let me give you a little bit more information. Dave Callahan, who wrote Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, is is writing the script. Well, uh, so maybe that'll excite you more. Yeah. And Joe and Anthony Russo, obviously the filmmakers behind Endgame and Infinity War, are going to be producing the movie as well. So maybe that maybe that'll give you a little bit more a little more hope for this one. But you're right though. Each each one is different. And I don't know. It will. We'll see, right? But but, yeah. I, I think that kind of. I I know for me at least makes me a little bit more hopeful hearing that. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna be very curious who they cast and all that. So yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. What's what happened? next? No, I was thinking of something, gonna... and then I I. I bailed. We're moving on. Forget about oh, okay. it. What's next? <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna answer. Okay. So moving on. This is. I know some Josh is very, very interested in. Uh, Leia Sudo is gonna be joining Dune Two as Lady Margot, which mm-hmm. I think I'm saying that right. I don't know. I don't know who the character is. I, I anyway. think. It, I think it is. Uh, Margot La- Lady Margot. Lady Margot. Yeah. I think it's something uh, like that. Okay. So yeah, Le- Leia yeah. Sudo joining uh, Dune Part Two. Uh, so she'll be joining Florence Pugh, Christopher Walken, and Austin Butler as uh, all newcomers to the second movie. 
uh, joining Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, or Zendaya. I always forget how you pronounce her name, but it's one of those. Rebecca Ferguson uh, and Javier Bardem over on the next one. Uh, so I'll I'll let Josh uh, uh, speak on this because he is um, more knowledgeable on Dune because I have not seen anything other than the most recent movie. And uh, yeah, I, I liked her though, the actress. I, I, I liked her in like the, the double, you know, the most recent 007 movies and she's been in some other stuff here and there. So I like her. I think she's cool, but. But yeah, what do you what do you uh, what do you got to say about the character, uh, Josh? Honestly, I don't remember her that much in the book. Um, hmm. It's um, it'll be interesting to see who plays her husband. I believe Count Thinring. Um, uh, and it's been a while since I've went through the book, so she's that tells you uh, she's kind of like a little bit more of a like a minor character. Um. Okay. Uh. So I, it's just kind of like a wait and see. I think the casting's good. Um. Uh. Because I I like uh, a layup. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. The uh, be interesting when the when the second when the second part of this movie comes out. We're going <laughs> we're going deep dive into some Dune because it's like there's things I can't say here. That I will definitely be able to say once we've seen that second part of that movie. Um, yeah. You know? So, it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, cool. The last thing I have here is uh, more Sony Marvel news. And this time, it's for their you know, upcoming Madam Web movie. And it's that Emma Roberts is joining the cast. Yes, I know you're all excited for the Madam Web movie. Uh, but here we go. Emma Roberts is joining the cast. Uh, there is no, uh, I don't think there's any, uh, like info on who she's going to be playing, but, uh, it'll be at least her first Marvel superhero thing. If I'm not mistaken, that she's going to be a part of, because she usually does other stuff like American horror story and that kind of deal. Like she's not really like superhero like comic book movie kind of person, but this is like her first deal uh, with this kind of deal kind of stuff. So, which kind of seems to be the case for this entire movie. Cause like, I feel like all, a lot of like even Dakota Johnson, that she hasn't really been in any, anything like that either. And she's going to be playing Madam Webb. So but anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to think of this movie, man. Cause when I think of Madam Webb, I don't think of Dakota Johnson's, you know, a, 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 an attractive lady like Dakota Johnson. I think of that old ass lady. Yeah. From fucking the animated the Spider-Man the animated animated series. series. Yes. Yes. Same. So uh, that'll be weird. Cause you got you got Dakota Johnson playing there, and, that, and that's you know. But but obviously this is gonna be a new different take. I don't know if it's gonna be connected to any of the other stuff. I mean it probably will be, right? Morbius and all the you know Venom <laughs> and all that, which you know, it's Morbin time, uh, I suppose. But uh Sony had no we'll, comment we'll see, on dude. the on Robert's casting Monday. They also have no idea on how to make a fucking live action movie for this that's really good. So, you True, know, man. Uh, because uh, they literally it let themselves be... get memed into having Morbius bomb twice at the movie theater. So. True. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. 
I don't I don't know what they're thinking, but I guess they're just trying to hold on to it as much as they they can, right? But it's 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 they're, they're, sad. They're, they're grasping, they're grasping the straws. Yeah. It's sad, is what it is. But that's that is some more news. So hey, okay, is what it is, man. But that's that's all we got, dude. That's all we got. That's all the news, news so stuff, we wanna, guys. We want to move on, man. That, that'll, I need a, do it. I need a I need a break. So we're gonna take a. Well, quick we will break. be having a break. Yeah. Um. Uh, it won't be long. Um. And then we'll come back. We'll talk Kenobi, and uh, get up, stretch your legs, go to the restroom. It also gives us a chance to run some ads here on the channel. So we'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Hello, everyone. We're back, and it is time. It is time. We're not doing the movie news anymore, so let me fix that. We're going to swap over to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. Hello there. Um, so we have watched the Obi Wan. Uh, and Obi DT, you wanna you wanna lead us into this here discussion? So, friend, we are gonna be like Josh said, talking about the Disney Plus Star Wars series Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, all six episodes. We're gonna be going into spoiler territory. So if you have not seen them yet. Now is your chance to GTFO because we are going to be talking about them. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about all six episodes, man. Um, so off the top, off the top, right off the bat, I have I have to say that I really enjoyed the show. I love. I honestly, I loved it. I have to tell you the truth, I loved it. I, I really, mm -hmm. really, really did. It was, it gave me damn near everything that I wanted from, from something like this, from like an Obi Wan, uh, show or movie or whatever that would have taken place during this time period. Um, yeah, there was a few things that I kind of wish it would have gotten a little bit more of, or maybe some mentions of some other things here and there. But for the most part, it was like. It was to me almost like just everything I could have wanted. So, yeah. So how'd you uh, how'd you end up feeling about this show? I yeah. I liked it a lot, and my nitpicks are small and not and and they are nitpicks. They're just tiny things that don't matter that much. Um, uh, okay. for the most part, I enjoyed the show. But yeah, I'm gonna say I love the show too. Yeah, I loved it. Um, uh, it was awesome to see. You know all the uh our previous stars coming back and getting to getting to revisit those characters and still be badass in those fucking roles even after all these years right like, oh yeah dude like it's th still throw down a saber battle with the best of them like it's crazy how good they are still even now like um and the the great moments in this show just blow your socks off like they're just some of the most oh, yeah. badass things that some can happen in Star Wars. Sure. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed it a lot, yeah. Um, uh, like, 
I I loved all the cast and everybody, you know, all the actors and actresses that were involved in this. Um, even like, like it goes from like the newcomers, you know, like like mm-hmm. uh, Moses Ingram as as Reva, and uh, Vivian Lyra Blair as as you know young uh, young young Leia, uh, and uh, you know Rupert Friend was was pretty decent as a Grand Inquisitor. I mean, he didn't really have much to do to be honest, but he was you know he was yeah. This is alright for what he was. I loved O'Shea Jackson Jr. as Roken. Uh, I really loved Indira Varma as Tala Durith. I enjoyed uh, a lot of the even new characters. Kumail, yeah. Even Kumail Nanjiani as Haja Estri was 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 pretty fun too. He was a bit of a jokey character, yeah. but uh, you know, still. And then of course the returning characters like Jimmy Smith as Bail Organa and uh, you know uh, uh, Joel Edgerton as as you know Owen Lars and. Oh, he's some good the moments. Old, yeah, he has some great moments. Like even like the so, the little the littler characters. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, like all those like returning and 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 new newcomers were all good. They were all enjoyable. Um. So I enjoyed seeing them all here. Um. Yeah, I um. I really enjoyed. We were supposed to get one episode a week but the first week they kind of pushed it to because this show came out on wednesdays but the first week we had we came out on friday it happened during star wars celebration and we have we got the first two episodes uh that weekend which makes sense because they wanted to ha- they had the cast there so they wanted to show people there live in person the first two episodes it made a whole lot of sense to do that and uh i was at star wars celebration i didn't even realize until like the next day that this event had happened that there was that they like invited people over to like you know watch the first two episodes that night um but yeah it was uh it was really cool getting those first two episodes uh you know the first uh the first week um but uh yeah so we had six episodes um they were all kind of like i want to say 30 to 50 minutes long each, I think, somewhere around there. Uh, you got I, I, I keep in mind like credits and all that stuff, and not credits, like you know, some some episodes are only like half an hour, and then like the rest of it is like credits, and you know, others mm-hmm. are a little bit longer than that, but um, but yeah, um, yeah, so the first one was 56 minutes, including credits, part two was 42 minutes, including. Part three was forty-eight. Part four was thirty-nine, which is the, I believe the shortest one easily. And then part five was forty-three, and part six was fifty-two. So that's all including credits. Um, but yeah, uh, for for me, this show right off the bat, from the opening scene, had me hooked. Um, and and the opening scene, for those of you who may or may not recall, is. Operation Nightfall, Order 66, inside the Jedi Temple, we see the flashback of this event where a young Reva and her Jedi youngling friends and her Jedi Master are being chased down and shot at by uh, clone troopers, uh, the 501st. And they're running away, or running, trying to get away. And the Master falls, but before she does, she ends up taking out all the clones that are like 
trailing her and the, and the kids. And she goes out like a champ, dude, because she she takes them all out before she goes out too. Mm-hmm. And that just leaves the kids, you know, able to, you know, to run away and get away. Which later on we see that there's a connected flashback to that, but we'll get to that when we get there. But yeah, that opening scene, dude, I was already like, wow, this is it's I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna love this. It's so cool. And we've seen it from like so many <laughs> perspectives yeah, now. We've seen it from so, so many cool. points of view. It's still yeah, so every, cool to I, see it. Video, we've seen it, it in video games. Old for me. We've seen it in movies. We've seen it in The Mandalorian. We've seen it. We're seeing it here. We've seen it in so many things. Uh, yeah, it, it always is like, oh, I know what's about to happen when you see like yeah. a bunch of kids. Because yeah. I mean, it really like we see it in so much stuff because it's such a huge event in universe, mm-hmm. right? Like, especially in this timeline during this era that we're in, like a lot of force sensitives come or derived from that. Like they were all former Jedi or, you know, they so were somehow connected to that, to the order 66, you know? So it makes sense for we us to see a lot of that when we have force, the force involved, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I loved it. And one of my favorite things is that uh, some of you may or may not know this as well, but in the prequels, all of the clone troopers were digital. They were CG. Like they were like, it wasn't dudes wearing armor. So now Nowadays, when we have the current live action Disney, it's actually like people in clone suits. So seeing like actual clone armor, like people wearing actual clone armor is so cool, man. Like I, I love it. I love it. like I've seen some behind the scenes pictures of uh Hayden with some of those 501st uh, guys and, and and there were some girls that that did it too, but yeah, it was it was, it was so cool to see, man. I I really enjoyed it. But yeah, that opening scene Wow, Chef's Kiss, dude. I yeah, loved it. It's so cool. Nighttime on Coruscant. It was incredible. Uh, but yeah, that was great. And then from there, obviously, we go to Obi-Wan and, and how he's been living his life on Tatooine 10 years later. Uh, well, actually, before that, I think we get Inquisitors landing on the planet, right? So we have yeah. the Grand Inquisitor, we have uh, the, third, the third sister, and uh, the fifth brother. Uh, all landing on Tatooine. They're looking for a Jedi, which they kind of make it seem like, oh, they somehow know that Obi-Wan is here, but in, that, but in reality, they're actually chasing somebody else. Who... What was that guy's name? His, the other Jedi that, that they were looking for. His name was Nari, I believe, right? So there's, another Jedi, there's another Jedi named Nari, played by Benny Safdie, who's hiding on Tatooine. And they're hunting him down. But Reva kind of feels some stuff. She's like, yo, wait a minute. There's something something ain't right here. She kind of anticipates or, or, or kind of realizes that, you know, Obi-Wan might be here as well. But she kind of has like a chat with Owen and like, you know, the Grand Inquisitor. And, and you, got, you kind of get to see her beef with the Inquisitors, right? Because they're like, yo, you, you're not like the rest of us. You ain't shit. Which I think is interesting. From from uh, the imperial point of view, because as we know, the imperials are kind of like racist, right? They don't really, they don't really mess with like, uh, like other races or, or species, right? Like they're, like they they don't they don't really like aliens per se. The, the empire. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is that the inquisitors, all for the most part, are other aliens, right? Mm-hmm. Like Reva's like one of the only human ones at that point. 
So then they're all kind of like, "Yo, you ain't you ain't like us. Like you you ain't built like us, right? Like you, you we're, we're different. Like you 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 ain't you ain't shit compared to us. You're you're the least of us," is what the Grand Inquisitor tells her. Um, so I find that kind of interesting, but also you kind of, you know, as we continue on with the series, she kind of has her own fight. You know, like she has her own motives and 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 agenda for doing the things that she does. Obviously, as we see from the opening scene, she was a part of Order sixty six. <laughs> And all that um so we kind of so this show is basically like well before them before i get to that we also get introduced to a young leia played by like i said vivian uh lyra blair which man they picked like such a perfect little little the kid's perfect the player yeah she is so good dude she is fantastic she gets like the <laughs> sassiness of leia so so right and it's like it's beautiful. Like I, 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 if Carrie Fisher was alive, I have no doubt in my mind she would absolutely love this little girl, man. Mm-hmm. And the way she was playing the young Leia. I um, th- this is where the show made me feel dumb because I didn't even think about Leia and all the trailers and things we watched. I was like, man, we're gonna be stuck <laughs> on Tatooine. We stay in Luke again, and it was like, and then, and then they show little Leia, and I'm like, I'm so stupid. I'm so dumb. Yep. If, How could I not think anything? If anything is gonna get Obi Wan off Tatooine, it's gonna be Leia. Like he's, you know, he's he's got to protect the twins, right? Yeah, yeah. They they fooled the shit out of me on that one. I was like, God damn it! I'm a fucking idiot. I was like, I should have known. It makes perfect well, sense. Well, to be fair, a lot of people were not expecting to see a young Leia either, because like you said in the trailers, they mainly show you Tatooine and. And and Luke and Owen and like they do show Dayu a little bit, but that's you know part of the first mm-hmm. two episodes. So of course they're gonna show a little bit of that. So we knew that he was gonna be leaving Tatooine, but we just didn't know. Like a lot of people just didn't know why, right? But it makes it, it so it makes so much sense. That of course, if he was gonna be leaving, it's because of Leia. Like you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I I love I love seeing Alderaan, dude. Like just going to Alderaan, like seeing that planet that we that we know gets destroyed ten years later or nine years later in A New Hope, that we see very briefly at the end of Revenge of the Sith, you know, and, and a little bit in Clone Wars also, and I think Rebels. But anyway, seeing Alderaan a little bit more Alderaan because besides that, we kind of see most of it in like the Old Republic, right? I know it's in the Old Republic of MMO Alderaan, and it's like a very mountainous, greeny looking planet. And it's cool, man. I wish we, uh, I wish you, you know, I'm glad we got to spend more time on in this show because it was, it's really, really, really cool. Um, I found a drop of water on my arm. I'm like, what the hell? It's raining here. So I was like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I don't think my roof's leaking. I don't know what the hell's going on. But yeah, I really love seeing more Alderaan and seeing little Leia and, 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 and I, I fucking, dude, seeing Flea as one of the guys that kidnaps her was hilarious. I, I totally yeah. like, it's like it's fucking flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love obviously Jimmy Smith's this is Bail Organa, and then I believe the actress who played Brea was different than Revenge of the Sith, but I mean it's fine. We get to see her like very briefly at the end of Episode Three, so it's they they, they could have got you know it's fine getting somebody else. I thought she did good as Brea though. Um, mm-hmm. I liked her. I like seeing her relationship with Leia. You know, the mother and daughter relationship that they had. Um, I like I like Lola, her little her little red droid that, that Leia has. Uh, that, that's a cool little uh cool little droid. I there. always like when we get like the newer droids or 
or yeah, because that's before, what it. Because that's what it's kind of been, right? And, and and all these new like Disney Star Wars stuff that we've gotten, there's mm-hmm. always been a new droid introduced, starting from mm-hmm. you know Chopper and Rebels. Then we had BB-8 in the sequels. Then you have K2SO, Rogue One. Then you have L3 and Solo, and you know so on and so forth. And the Mandalorian, you obviously get IG-11 and whatnot. Be a BD-1 and Jedi Fallen Order. So every like Disney Star Wars property that we've had or, or project has had like a new droid to go along with it, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. I, I like I like seeing more new droids, man. You know what I'm waiting on though, and I know you are too. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting on the day we get HK47. I was I was sitting here thinking, man, I can't wait. I hope we get you, HK boy. one day. Let me tell you guys, when we get HK47 in live action, I'm gonna be the happiest motherfucker. Yeah, I love boy. HK, man. HK47 is top tier, bro. You guys, for those of you who haven't played KOTOR, you don't know, man. But wait till, wait till, wait till they bring them in live action, man. It's going to mm. be... I, I'm telling you right now, man. You, you, you guys are going to love them. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed this show from start to finish, man. I, I'm glad that we got the first two episodes the same day. Um even though I would have been fine if we didn't, but at the same time, it was really cool just having those two back-to-back to watch them right away. And they dropped early, too, because, like I said, they wanted to show them a Star Wars celebration. So instead yeah. of dropping at midnight my time, they dropped them at 9 p.m. And I was like, yo, I'm watching these, like, right now. And, uh, and yeah, it, it ended up happening. I think I watched those episodes, like, twice that night, like, all, like both of them. So I ended up watching them, yeah, each one twice. And it was, yeah, it was great. I, I loved it. Uh, but yeah, so of all these episodes, Josh, I know it's, this might be a tough question, but which one was your favorite favorite episode? I know it's probably easy to say maybe the last one because that one is pretty. That one might be my favorite one, even though I enjoyed it all. But that one is great. Dude. I also like five a lot, though, too. But I don't know if I can pick just one episode because like I enjoy moments from each episode. Like, so there's great oh, yeah. moments in every Absolutely. single episode Absolutely. that I like. So it's really hard for me to pick just like one, right? Yeah. Like, like I really enjoy looking at seeing, you know, a new planet with like Dayu. Like, I liked Dayu being able to see cool. that. I liked uh, uh, the the shit that happens in episode five, you know, with Vader and stuff, and. Oh, but man. I also like Speaking the duels five. and stuff that happen in six. Like, there's so many moments from each episode. It's really hard for me to pick this one. Speaking of episode five, dude, the the Anakin Obi Wan flashbacks. Oh my god, bro, that was. Even though I will agree with people that Hayden looks a little too old in those flashbacks, part of me is like, yeah, he, he you know, he, he he's a forty year old or fifty, almost fifty year old playing a, you know, fucking nineteen year old. So he he looks way too old. But the other side of me is like, I don't give a fuck, bro. We got Hayden Christensen back as Anakin Skywalker, dude. Like, shut your whore mouth, bro. Like, like, be happy that we're getting this, you know. But, but I will say, I, I, I yeah, I, I do kind of agree that they maybe should have maybe just touched them up a little bit in, in VFX, you know, like, because, because again, he is a forty-year-old dude playing a nineteen-year-old, so they could have, you know, maybe softened up the wrinkles or whatever there a little bit, but. At the end of the day, I don't, I don't really don't care about it that much because we got Hayden Christensen playing Anakin Skywalker again, and seeing him and Ewan McGregor be Obi Wan and Anakin again was something that I definitely wanted. Now, part like before this show came out, I was all, I was talking to people like, yo, I, I wish, you know, 
I would love to see them in like their Clone Wars armor kind of stuff, which mm. which I would have loved. Obviously, live action Clone Wars armor, and I hope we do get that at some point down the line. But seeing them in, in their Episode Two style again was was also really really cool because. For the most part, people think of Anakin and Obi-Wan, they always think of like Revenge of the Sith or Clone Wars, right? But -hmm. never really like the episode two style. So, you know, it'd it'd be nice to, you know, it was cool seeing them be that version of those characters again. So I I did, I did like that and appreciate that, especially since it was the 20th anniversary of episode two, you know, last month. But uh, yeah, each you're right. Each episode had its moments. Like again, on speaking about Dayu real quick, we had Tamiwara Morrison playing a fucking veteran clone, dude. That, that was cool. so dope. I love that, dude. It was so cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what's funny about this is that since I was at celebration and Tem Tem was there, they asked him, like, do you do know that people want to see you play all these clones, right? So he knows. Tem is well aware <laughs> that people want to see him play Captain Rex, Commander Cody again, and all these other he could play literally any clone. So he knows, dude. He's well aware of this. So yeah, if we if we can if we can bring him in as Rex and some of these other guys and some of the other shows, that'd be badass. But I did enjoy just seeing him as just some random clone five first guy. Um, but yeah, Dayu was cool. It reminded me of like a, like a Narshadah kind of place, you know. Yeah. Uh, we got a dinosaur then, bounty hunter guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy was weird looking, man. But he was cool. Dude. I, I kind of dig that. A little bit, a little bit more of an mm-hmm. unusual design, right? Because yeah, he's not really no, a humanoid. He's kind of he's a dinosaur, bro. So that was kind of cool. It kind of made me think of a Trando a little bit, a Trandosian a little bit. Um, uh, but I was like, hey, look at that. Jake's going to love this. We got <laughs> there's a dinosaur in Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, each one definitely had its own, its own thing. Like, uh, mm-hmm. And then part three, dude, when they're fucking, you know, trying to hide from the Empire, and they're taking a ride on dude's, uh, you know, like hover, you know, hover speeder thing, and then like stormtroopers get on board, and like, and Obi Wan kind of messes up calling her Leia, and you're like, oh shit, Obi Wan, you messed up. But Leia's like quick on her feet and like picks up and kind of, you know, uh, uh, comes up with a cover story really good. And then dude, when that stormtrooper falls and he gets cut in he half cut by half, the fucking. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that's crazy, dude. I love yeah. so, so many good I was moments, like, come dude. on, you guys do it in the show, but you won't let us do it in video games. Come on, put it I in know, video what games. What the hell's up with that, bro? Come on. Killing come me. On. Killing me. Fucking give me a f- hoping for Jedi Survivor, they give us that thing we talked about, man. Like, even if it's just DLC. Like, I- Every time that happens, I've seen so many reactions now because I watch reactions a lot, and Daniel does too, I'm sure. Especially yeah. for shows we love. Uh, everybody's always like he starts falling and it's just like oh he's just gonna fall through that and inevitably when it gets cut in half everybody goes oh like you know because it's fucking everybody does it I did it because I wasn't expecting it Uh, yeah uh, I mean it was it was great it was a cool little thing which doesn't happen a lot in Star Wars these days you don't really get you don't really get to see limbs or or, things getting cut off anymore man mm -hmm. because as we saw in this show, a lot, of, a lot of things that they love doing is they love stabbing people through the gut, though, man. Let me tell you. Um, straight up. The fucking, in the second episode, the Grand Inquisitor gets stabbed by Reva. And one of the things that I always thought was funny is people just crying and complaining about a show 
about something that happens in a show when it isn't over yet. Like people, dude, throughout this entire show, never mind the fact that the racists are being racist against Moses Ingram and you know all the stupid shit that all these ignorant idiots say online. Just in terms of story stuff, like again, the Grand Inquisitor getting stabbed. If you have watched Rebels and you know who this guy is, why would you ever, for a second, even think that he would be dead? Even after, even after he watched seeing him get stabbed, yeah. you think they're gonna, you think they're gonna, uh, uh, like contradict themselves on the canon that has already been set up before? Like they know what they're doing here, and these people, like, mm-hmm. they, let them tell their story, dude. Like, quit bitching about something that isn't even over yet. That's kind of what I had. Like, I, I remember I tweeted about it at one point, man, because I was just tired of people bitching about the dumbest stuff with this show, dude. I'm just yeah. like, you guys need to stop. Like, this show doesn't contradict anything. Like, if you like, like, like come on, dude. <laughs> like, come on. Like, you can't. Like, you can't be then, acting like that. That always <laughs> gets me, dude. Is that people just like the show isn't over yet. Let it. Let it tell its story and let them. And then ultimately, guess what? They 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 fully explained everything. That we were that people were curious about, right? And we're wondering, like, oh, how you know, how did he, you know, how did he, how did he not die? How is he still alive? How how you know he got stabbed? How is he? And he it, says, you know, like, revenge is a powerful, you know, it happens uh, all the time. Powerful tool to keep you alive, and it really does. Like Maul got cut in half, bro, and he still mm-hmm. made it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, who else? Uh, there's so many other people. Fucking dude, Vader, bro. He got burnt. He got crisp, dude. Yeah. He got his legs cut off. He got his arm cut off, and he got burnt to a crisp. And that motherfucker for the rage. I mean, literally. If you've ever, for if you've seen Revenge of the Sith, you know this. Like, I don't know why people are questioning this. Like, Anakin's eyes, literally. He's talking to Obi Wan right after he gets cut, and he gets like. Dropped in the in the in the fucking lava. Homeboy literally says, "I hate you" to to Obi Wan, and his eyes shift from the normal color to the yellow, red Sith color that we see. Like we like we we know that this happens in Star Wars, and especially for Sith, dude. They are mm-hmm. too angry. They are literally too angry to die. <laughs> they are literally fucking Palpatine transferred his spirit, his essence to a fucking clone, bro. Like this happens all the time with Darksiders, bro. Kylo Ren gets stabbed in the gut in the Rise of Skywalker, dude, and he's and, he, and again he still he still pulls it out till I mean he ends up dying ultimately, but he gets stabbed. So uh, all these people that are like, yo, you know, bitching about this stuff, it's like, dude, stop it, stop it. We we have the, we've had people survive in Star Wars all the time, you know. Yep. Even in the old canon, it happens all the time. Yeah. Happens in the old canon, yeah. happens in the new canon. Yeah, Katie in the chat brings up Boba Fett. Yeah, homie survived the Sarlacc pit, dude. Mm-hmm. Other people get are going to get digested for a thousand years, but not him, dude. He's got his best car on, and he's and he, he got out of there. We saw that happen in the Book of Boba, man. It's, it, is, it is fine if you do not like something. Like, it happens all the time. There's things I don't like. Obviously, sure. but that doesn't give you pass or reason to go out there and shit on everybody else that's having a good time. Being a racist asshole to an actor doing a job that is not okay. Yeah, there's a whole lot of like none of that, that. Yeah, that's never okay. Um, but you know what I'm getting at? Like, there's 
They're, like, none of that gives you pass to go and to be a fucking asshole to people or being a fucking dickweed on Twitter or on YouTube yeah. or on anywhere, for that matter. In person, uh, even. Like, yeah, no. you can be, like, critical of things as long as they're, like, valid criticisms. I'm, I am, I have... For sure. A, a, I have issues with a lot of things I watch <laughs> on occasion. I'm sure DT yeah, does like, as well. But I'm not a fucking like, oh. asshole about it. I don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't hate Reva, but uh, she was only she's only there for diversity, or you know, she's only you know, like they they don't have like valid criticisms. They're just like, oh, I don't like her character. You know, I don't like the character. Why don't you like the character? Because I'm a because I'm a fucking racist. You know, it's like shut the the hell up, dude. I I actually really like their character, and let me tell you this: she lives. She survived. She survives the show. Mm -hmm. So. I am very curious to see where they take her character from here because, and this is just my, this is just me throwing stuff out there. So this is not, nobody has said this, or this is, this is just me saying it. This, this, this show, Obi-Wan Kenobi, takes place the same year that Jedi Survivor is going to be happening in. So mm -hmm. how cool will it be if we get to see, if we get Reva going from this show into the, Jedi Survivor game. That'd be cool. It could happen, dude. Like if she meets up Cal Kestis and whatnot, like that'd be dope, dude. Yeah. Have her have her maybe join the team with with uh with Marin and and uh you know everybody else in there. That would be cool, right? Like I said, it takes place the same year, so I'd be down to have Reva join the crew there. Um but yeah, I I, I have a feeling like Reva is probably gonna be more like in my eyes, I don't know if they're gonna end up doing this, but I feel like she might end up going down the Ahsoka route where she kind of isn't a Jedi, but isn't really a dark side either. Mm -hmm. Dark side user. Like she, she may have pull out the white lightsabers or whatever as well. And kind of just be like along that kind of route. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Maybe they, they, they might do, but I don't know that that's, that's the good. That's the cool thing about having this new characters. They could do anything, right? Yeah. They could do literally anything that's, with this character, and we we we'll, we're all gonna be in suspense because we have no idea where she goes from this point. One of the things we've talked about previously, uh, I think, with Rise of Skywalker, when we talked about at one point where it was like we were talking about characters dying, it's like, man, death is so final, and you can't do anything with that character anymore. And it's just kind of like they could have done so much more with comics and books and other series, and then it's like here they. I feel like they did the right thing. She didn't die. What we're gonna get. We could get. She could show up in shows. She could show up in video games. She could show up in comics. Yeah. She could show up in her own books. You know, like that. You got so Shit, much more could, uh, to, to to do with that character now. She. They could even give her her own spinoff show, man. I'm not, exactly. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'd be up for that. I like. Like I said, I like the character in the show, man. I don't. I don't really understand like people not liking her. Like, like. I will say though, there was maybe some stuff in there that probably wasn't like. Like, what do you? Like at the end of the in the last episode when she's going for Luke, like that was kind of like like she didn't have to do that, right? Like she still went for it. Like I understand why they did it in the show because they need Obi Wan to urgently go back to Tatooine to save Luke, right? Because that's his whole purpose. Mm -hmm. But like she didn't have to do that. But I but I get why they did it. Like should like in in terms of story, but like. Like they didn't, they didn't have, she didn't have to do that. So I can kind of understand it in that regard, but I really liked her character, man. I thought she was cool. I think like she had her I, own valid I, reasons for why she I had liked her, her more. 
I liked her more in the latter half of the episodes, like from part three onwards. I liked the character a little bit more. Um, yeah. In the first couple episodes, I didn't like her as much because, I mean, I, I'm not supposed to anyway. But first yeah. of all, like, she's, some, yeah. she's a, I don't know. Some, I feel like a little bit of the writing could be a little bit better in those early a couple of early episodes. I didn't like it as much. There's some lines in there that I felt were like, this seems weird, but. Right, I was like, so, oh, whatever, it's whatever, but like, it's yeah. fine. I, I, I'm curious, which ones? Which ones did you think were kind of weird? Like, there's a there's a moment where she oh, got a camera. Who's, who's, who's she talking to? Is she talking to a fifth brother or Owen or who's she talking to? Brandon Inquisitor, uh, maybe. I don't know. It's like she's screaming like, "Find him" or something like that. There's something along those lines that I really hmm. remember from like one of the early episodes or something like that. That is like I didn't like. I was like. That felt, it felt like it was like my niece being upset and angry oh, at something, like a it, child. Is it, is it the moment when Obi-Wan and Leia are escaping and then she's like pointing her lightsaber towards Zera and she's like, you can't escape him, Obi-Wan? Is it that no, I don't thing think or it, is it I don't else? think it was that one. Although that there was a part there that bothered me, which is like, you got a lightsaber swing. You at least swing it at the door a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, I mean... But, you know, there's some little... Mo that, like I said, it's nitpicky stuff. Like, it's little small nitpicky stuff. Um, yeah. That that are my my gripes. Like, my biggest complaint, if I had one about this show, is like, there's a little... Some of the editing in part six was a little confusing. Where it's like, mm. we're here, we're going to hyperdrive, we're here on Tatooine, and the cutting back and forth. But I think it's supposed to happen a little bit later in the timeline but they've got it marked up against this other thing happening with vader at the same time that can get a little confusing to me and if I, that would be my biggest complaint and even then it's very tiny and i realized that eh, this is just an editing thing um yeah you got to fit it all in one episode that makes sense um yeah i mean what they should have done is just made it longer i, I feel like the finale yeah i agree um but no, I think Reva right. got better, uh, like agree. from episode three onwards. And I didn't. It's not even also, like I hated her in those first couple episodes. There's just like a couple lines in there that bothered. Also, me. she's definitely one of the smarter villains we've had, like in recent, because she picks up on shit real quick, man. Mm -hmm. Like uh, other 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 people would have taken forever to figure that stuff out, but she like was knowing exactly where to go, where to be, who to talk to. Like she was, she was doing it, man. Shit, she got fucking Flea and those other dudes to capture Leia. And then they had her until Obi-Wan went to go rescue her, you know? So yeah. she, she was she was doing her thing, man. Also, we had a we had Breaking Bad and Star Wars for like an episode. <laughs> yeah, dude. We got to do all Spice Lamb. <laughs> hashtag hashtag breaking Ben. Yeah. Uh with the little with the little meth lab in there on Dayu. Yeah, that was cool. And on top of that, uh, he, he even uses it later. He used uh, the spice, yeah. Yeah, which is which, cool. By the way, that scene when he's on Dayu and he's talking to that girl that gives him the spice—that's Ewan McGregor's real life daughter. Yeah, I, 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 I heard that. I didn't realize it at the time, but I, I heard afterward. Yeah. Uh, yeah so that, so that was that was kind of cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's so so man, so much good stuff. The music, the, the music man. was great, especially in uh, part six when they when they face off. And oh, the music's, part oh, six! Oh my god, they they literally saved all that till the end because the mm -hmm. Imperial March we didn't get till the end. The Force theme we didn't get till the end. Leia's theme we didn't get till the end. Fucking, they saved the hello there until like when he <laughs> says hello to Luke, right? Like they like just save they save it all, man. They they. 
which is good because you know they you know I guess they didn't they didn't blow their load early right they saved it till when it mm-hmm. when it when it counted you know when it mattered so um uh, do you have a favorite moment like just one moment above all of oh man that's a tough one dude because there's so many good ones I would say probably though the I, probably the 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 final confrontation between Vader and mm-hmm. Obi Wan. I will say that my my good. favorite shot just out of the whole series. Favorite shot is 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 Obi Wan with all the rocks floating up behind him, and he's got the saber. And oh, I'm like, that is yeah, a fully boy. armed and operational Jedi Master right there, baby. I was like, yes. He went, uh, he went full Avatar, baby. It was so cool. I got chills. I still get chills if I watched it now because it's so cool. It's such a good moment. Um, yeah, it's it's so good, man. Because like uh, obviously we we it takes a while for what we want to get to that point, right? Because we we see him at the beginning, and he's you know mm-hmm. this broken, sad old dude who's just trying to, you know, work a, a normal job and you know do do stay undercover and not. You know, stay hidden, like as he says to Nari, right? He's like, stay hidden, bury your lightsaber in the desert. You know, forget about the Jedi. We lost. The war's over. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then we kind of see him like gradually, like you know, even when he like when he's with Leia on Dayu, he doesn't trust anybody, right? And she's like, yo, and she's like, yo, dude, like if people are trying to help us, we should we should take their help, man. And he's like, nah, mm-hmm. you can't trust everybody. Not everybody's like that. And over the course of each episode, he kind of, you know, like with Haja, he's, you know, you see him with, with, with him, how, how wary he is and then not, you know, how kind of like untrustworthy he is. Cause I mean, to be fair, Haja is kind of a sketch dude when we see mm-hmm. him pretending to be a Jedi and whatnot. Um, and then, you know, over time, he kind of gains trust with people like with Tala and with Broken. And, you know, we, we see him go back to more of the, the general Kenobi that we kind of get to see in the Clone Wars, right? Like the the Jedi that he was back in you know the the Republic era, and not just this old sad broken dude who's just sad about Anakin and, and his failure and all that, right? I read, by the way, a little little tangent about uh, uh, Kumail's character, the the people that he's helping the first time when we see him. Oh, I think I, I know where you're I going read, with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that the kid is 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 a horn, Karan Kor- horn, Kor- right? Yeah, Kor- horn, horn, right? Yeah, I yeah. did read that also. Uh, so if I don't know if that's Which, true, I read that it was, but I don't know if it actually is. Also read that because the mother had his mother's name as well. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if that's true or not either. I did end up reading that. If it's true, though. Horn Horn, for those of you who don't know, is a pretty big Jedi in the Legends stuff. It was such a cool particularly, character in the Legends, yeah. Particularly in the, like, Luke Jedi Academy, uh, you know, post, like, Return of the Jedi kind of stuff. And he also was, like, an X-Wing pilot and all that. But it, but he's cool, man. He has, like, green Jedi robes, and he's got, like, a green X-Wing, I think. And mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's a cool character. I think he has, like, a silver lightsaber, too. Like, he's, he's, he's a very interesting, like, Legends character. So if they ended up bringing him into canon again, that'd be. I thought it was neat. Cool, man. I was like, oh, it's a little seed. You may not see it for years, but maybe yeah. one day you might see. You know. Yeah, because you right. never know. Maybe they'll bring him back for like uh, the Ahsoka show, or like you know, during you know the Mandalorian era when he's like an older guy now, right? Like who knows? Like dude? he was a he was. I remember being kind of like a 
I feel like the fact that I remember him says how big that character was in the old canon, at least to me. Um, uh, That's one of the reasons I was kind of sad when the old canon stuff obviously became old canon. Was like, oh, Koran's not going to be around, probably. Like, they might not do nothing with him. But it looks like maybe they will. Uh, So I really hope that it's true that that was him and his, like, mom there at the getting help yeah. uh, by Haja. God, I, I blanked on his name earlier, Haja. That'd be cool, um, man. Yeah, ha- yeah, Haja. That'd, that'd be cool, man. That would be dope. Um, so so, so I, how, I want that to be true. That's cool. How'd you feel about fucking... Just Vader in general, because this is a whole other thing that I want to talk about, because I fucking love Vader's savagery and brutalness in this show, mm-hmm. man. He is about as intense and badass as he's ever been dude like he bar he, he walks in dude we get to see him well first of all we see him in the in the back of the tank you know for the first time because at the end of episode two we kind of get to reva tells him that he's alive reva tells obi-wan that he's alive and he kind of and he thinks of and he like thinks about anakin and we get to see him you know going from from uh Dayu to Mustafar and we see him in the in the in the back of the tank and he opens his eyes we hear the we hear the breathing and it's over and then mm-hmm. the next episode we see him you know getting put together you know the chest piece and the just everything like you know gets his arms put on and all that shit right and then dude when he just like and then like you hear James Earl Jones's voice and you're like oh my god it's amazing which by the way he sounds better here than he did in Rogue One because they're using uh, the respeechifier, the respeecher, whatever the, I think it's called, respeecher that they use for Luke in the in the book of Boba Fett and 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 you know all that stuff. So that's why he sounds more like he, he does in the movies as opposed to like or the original trilogy as he does in like you know Rogue One or, or Rebels. Because in Rogue One or Rebels, you can tell it's James Earl Jones, but now nowadays. But in this show, it's like, yo, they yeah, they use the respeecher, and he, he sounds just like he would in the, in the original trilogy, which is fucking amazing. But yeah, man, I just, dude, when he like walks in on on uh, Mapuzo, and he's like dragging people through the streets, and he like snaps some kid's neck and like force chokes another dude. Yeah, you're like, dude, it is, it is. It is wild, dude. Fucking dude, and when, then, he, like, when he lights up Obi-Wan on fucking fire yeah. and like dragging him around, I was like, He's like oh, they, they let that camera linger on it for like, to the point where it's uncomfortable. <laughs> like, okay, I get it. I get the point. Okay. He's, <laughs> he's like, yo, you burnt me 10 years ago. It's your turn now, buddy. Mm-hmm. Drags his ass in the fire, man. And he, yeah, he gets pretty burnt from that, dude. Mm-hmm. Like Obi-Wan's got to take a swim in the back to tank because of that. Uh, uh, on the subject of Vader, I, just, I think I don't have a single knock on Vader in this show. Vader is Vader, like, the whole way through it, to me. It was, it was perfection, dude. It was, uh-huh. it, was everything, it was everything we've always wanted, dude, from, just from more Vader. Like, it was literally so, so, so good. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Their, their first meeting on Mapuzo again. Because Obi-Wan's kind of like, he's, he's a little like, I don't really want to fight this guy, you know? he's Because Vader turns on his saber and he kind of just runs off. He runs away a little bit, dude. Mm-hmm. And then Vader's just going at him, dude. 
And Tala has to save Obi-Wan after getting burnt with Ned B. Which, by the way, Ned B. I like Ned B, man. Mm-hmm. Another droid that we haven't really talked about that's new to the show. And he... uh, He's a real one. He was cool, man. He, he, he didn't talk at all. And... uh, But it was... I really, I really, I really enjoyed him and uh, and, and Tala. You know, like especially yeah. in those in those last moments they have together. Like you see that bond that they had, and fucking in Indira's uh, acting in that scene kind of kind of gets me, bro. I'm like, oh no, she has like mm-hmm. this really sad like crying face. I'm like, oh no, she's about to die, bro. This is sad as fuck, man. And mm-hmm. Ned B like he pulls a K two S O and like shuts down, but before he does it, he like protects her and shields her with his body and shit. Mm-hmm. It's sad that as droid, fuck, man. That droid says everything it needs to with its body language, from holding the hammer behind its back, ready to fuck up some stormtroopers in the in that little path hideout, which we haven't even talked about yet. Um, uh, to the, to that moment where he shields her, like that droid says all it needs to with its body language alone. <laughs> um, uh, which yeah, we 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 get the little hideout. Uh, for the path there, and everybody has it signed, and we get confirmation of like Quinlan. Uh, Dude, the path stuff is so interesting. With yeah, mm-hmm. all of the path, and then yeah, Quinlan Voss, and there's a bunch of other names that were uh, that were mentioned. That all of those are are, are uh, like Jedi from Legends, as we mentioned with Corrin Horn. Mm-hmm. So there is a bunch of other names that were mentioned. That, uh, like, that were from other previous, like, super, like, uh, like, obscure, like, legends stuff that, that they, that, you know, they mentioned, Je- you know, Je- just Jedi from that stuff. So, a few of those are Corwin Sh- Shelvey, Jin Atlas, Roganda Ismarin. Uh, Tiberius Anderlock. These are all Jedi names that were, you know, in in Arabesh and in, in, in the in the you know the walls that we got to see for the path. So all those names that I just mentioned, those are all like very obscure, like legends, Jedi characters that that appear in uh in in in, in you know that are mentioned at least in that. And dude, yeah, when they mentioned Quinlan, I was like, bro, are we gonna actually see him? Dude, I would have, I would have loved to have seen Quinlan Vos. But the thing is, we don't actually know if he's still alive right now. The only thing we know is that he was at least active, at, you know, at some point during the path. So, what if he showed him as a survivor? That'd be cool. I would love that, dude. I, I was, I always honestly wanted to see him in this show though, because he and Obi Wan were such homies, you know, like they were, mm-hmm. they were like, they were like buds, you know, back in the Clone Wars and, and even before that. So, yeah, I, I was hoping we was we would see him, but. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I hope he's still around, but we I mean, eventually we all know he probably has to go out anyway. But what I'm saying is, I would like to know his fate. You know, because mm-hmm. speaking of his fate, in episode four or part four, we go to the Fortress Inquisitorius. Shout out to Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, where we get to see the fate of some other Jedi because they have them in like those, like I don't even know what the hell they are like, not even carbonite, but like, like these tubes of like 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 a it was like a prison or something where they just a bunch of dead jedi that have been kind of preserved it was kind of weird dude because they had like a youngling in there and like a bunch of other just like 
It's horrifying. You know, <laughs> yeah, because because of how preserved they are, dude. Like, mm-hmm. like, why do you need like why are you gonna kill these Jedi and preserve? Like, what's the purpose of keeping these these guys so preserved, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah it was fun watching know. that episode because it's like I've been there in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I've seen it before, type of deal. Um. since we've dealt with Inquisitors a lot in the past. Um, what else is there? Dude, fucking... When, in that same episode, when they're when they're rescuing them from the Fortress Inquisitorious, mm-hmm. it was so funny to me that nobody noticed that Leia was hiding under Obi-Wan's robes <laughs> as they're walking through all of that. So, but at the same time, I'm like, I kind of get it because everybody's panicking because there's a, you know, well, not panicking, up. but every, yeah, yeah everybody like, they're like they're, they're, everybody knows that somehow that the fortress is under some kind of infiltration, right? Mm-hmm. So they're all kind of run to the, you know, running and trying to do their job. But it's like, dude, how do you guys not notice like that? You guys not notice but, that? And obviously it isn't until Reva shows up and the purse troopers are like, All right, I'll you tell know. you, I'll tell you what I thought that whole scene and why it made me laugh. And it's not because I'm like, I don't believe this is like, I don't, I don't, it didn't bother me that much. But the whole time I watched it, I, all I could think of is the scene with Austin Powers and Minnie Me in Gold oh Member. When they're in the fucking coat, when they're in the fucking coat. I was like, that's all yeah. that was in my mind is all like, I'm like, all I can see is this. He's making me laugh. Uh, um, uh, but yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't hate I it, it struck me as odd, sure, but I didn't hate it. Like, it didn't take me out of it. No, 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 yeah. Uh, no, it didn't for me either. I just thought it was funny. Like, yo, <laughs> like, I get that all this is going around, but nobody notices this until Reva shows up, you know? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it, I mean, it's fine. By the way, speaking of the Purge Troopers, I like the Phase 2 Purge, uh, Purge Trooper armor. It looks pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. obviously the Phase 1 is kind of what we see in the Jedi Fallen Order and all that, which those guys are, are cool, too. looking, dude. Like they're cool. I, I I always say this, but any literally every single variation of the stormtrooper is badass. Like there is no, there is no version of the stormtrooper that I'm like that looks shitty. Like they all look cool, man. <laughs> Even though they're not, they don't all do cool stuff or anything like that. They all look really cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing about part four at the end when they're getting rescued, we get to see fucking T forty seven air speeders again, dude. Mm-hmm. That was so cool, man. And then shout out to Wade, bro. He, he died a hero, man. Yeah, pour out, pour one out for Wade. Poor Wade, man. Poor, poor Wade. Uh, but Sully, Sully Stark made it, which was the uh, the girl, the the, the woman, mm-hmm. uh, who made it out. She was she was she was pretty cool, even though she was a, like, a minor character. It was just cool seeing like, I like getting to see like some of the. You know, the people that are part of these resistances and rebellions that are just, you know, would be like the grunts, I suppose, or whatever, right? Or just the person fighting, whatever. right? Like, yeah. it's just, but, you know, fighting. Like, she, like she lost her homie Wade, bro. Like, or, you know, it's like, that That sucks, man. But, uh, yeah, that was cool. And he then again, like Roken, man. He was He's so cool. Yeah, uh-huh. you know. Another cool thing is I love Jabim, dude. Jabim is a planet that I have been wanting in Star Wars for a long time in canon. We didn't really get to see like its full p- potential because in the 
what I always think of Jabim is there was these old Legends comics called Star the Star Wars Republic comics, and there's actually a big ass battle in, during the Clone Wars on Jabim where it's like rainy and there's like AT-ATs and shit. Like I would have loved to have seen that, you know. But it's so cool that Jabim is canon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you guys don't know, look up Star Wars Republic comics Battle of Jabim. One of the coolest fucking like legends, like Clone Wars battles, in my opinion. So fucking cool. Uh it was such a such a crazy, crazy battle during the Clone Wars. But anyway, I'm glad we got you beam. Broken was really cool. Uh I kind of thought he was I was thinking that maybe he was gonna be like a part of like Saul Guerrero uh, uh Saul Guerrero's like uh partisans or something, you know? Like maybe they were gonna be one of those like a part of that group mm-hmm. kind of. Um, but they were just, you know, they were just the path. They were helping, you know, force sensitives and, and, and you know, Jedi and all that. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, what else is there to talk about? I'm trying to like, talk, we were, Tala, I mean, I, you know, she was great. I loved her. Ned B, great. Roken, all the side characters. Uh, the siege and uh the siege of Jabim on uh part five at the beginning when they're all trying to barge to the doors and you know all the purge troopers and stormtroopers and Reva come down and and then like you get to see more of Vader's fury, dude, as he like dude, he, Vader pulled some force unleash shit in this episode, man. He literally up. like stopped the ship from coming from you know the sky and everything. It was it was amazing. It, it was, again, just everything you could want from Vader in live action that we've always seen in the shows and the comics, or in the, I mean, in the in the games and the comics and that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was it was incredible, man. It was incredible. I I, I love seeing him just do his thing. And then like when he fights Reva, dude. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was just. She tried, but we we all know. It's like it's like when you're playing a fighting game with your dad and you're a little kid or something. You know, you're playing Street Fighter, right? And he's holding back because it's you know it's your dad and he's taking mercy on you. But but then there comes that point where he's like, you know what, this kid needs to learn. Uh, so he hmm, stops playing around and just beats your, he just beats your ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was that kind of moment where Vader's like, all right, it's time to teach you a lesson, punk. Uh, and he doesn't even, like, he doesn't even use his own saber. and He just uses the Force and, like, and takes her saber and, like... He's, yeah, the Force and her saber, and he does some, like, little, like, Force, like... You know, push your saber this way, push you back that way, pull your saber and kick you, and all this kind of. It was really cool, man. It was really, really dope. And then even, and then throughout all this, of course, we could see more of Reva's backstory and her talking to Obi Wan and her her motivations and all that, why she does the things she's doing. And he figures out like, yo, you're not, you're not working for him, with him or for him. You're you're, you're hunting him, you know. And uh, yeah, that's where kind of the true intentions are revealed and all that. But. uh yeah, I really like part five, man. Just again, I go back to the flashbacks of Padawan Obi Wan and Jedi or Padawan Anakin with Jedi Knight Obi Wan. It was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really, 
I really liked part five a lot. Um, and then obviously we could see the return of the Grand Inquisitor, like, yo, bitch, I ain't dead. You know, you stabbed <laughs> me, but revenge is a powerful, powerful tool that makes you want to stay alive. Um, but I guess, yeah, we can talk about the finale, man. Let's, uh, yeah, let's do it. The, 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 the good stuff. So we start off with, uh, the Star Destroyer chasing their, their ship. Uh, well, actually, I guess before that, we can see Reva arriving on Tatooine trying to find Owen. But then after that, we go to the Star Destroyer chasing the ship in space. And, uh, yeah. They, uh, they are, it's kind of a little bit of a last Jedi situation where you're like being, they're being chased in space and they need kind of a distraction to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan's like, yo, dude, I am a Jedi. You guys have been protecting Jedi for 10 years now. Let me, let me do, let me return the favor, right? Let me, let me be the Jedi that you guys know that I am or think that I am, right? So he, so he, he, you know, he, he does that, and um, yeah, it's, uh, it's really, really cool seeing him just go back to his, his old ways, right? Um, and just kind of like take charge, and, 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 you know, he, he has Lola with him, and, and they just, they go off, and then the distraction, and of course, Vader wants to chase his ass down, because the Grand Inquisitors are like, yo, this is our chance. To to stomp out this group of of you know insurgents and rebels like we we shouldn't let him go away, but what the Inquisitor doesn't know is that Vader doesn't give a fuck about anything he has to say, and he's like, dude, this is no ordinary Jedi. This is this is Obi Wan. Like I've been I've been thinking about this motherfucker for ten years. I'm not I'm not gonna let him get away. So he 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 orders them to follow him, and he then he takes up his own shuttle to chase him down to the planet. Which I don't even know what planet that is—the one where they end up on. I don't know if you ever actually got I, a name for that or anything. I don't remember it having an. Did it have a name? I don't know. I don't remember it having one. I'm not. But, uh, yeah. There might be something that wasn't said in the episode. Maybe. You know, I bet they'll come out with like a making of. What do you call those making ups that they do? They might oh yeah, talk the. About uh, like they've done for Book of Boba and Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah I, I hope so. I would love to see that for this show. Yeah, me too. Like, 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 like the gallery episodes. Yeah, that'd be great. I don't think it has a planet. I think it's just, I'm, I'm just seeing it referred to as a barren moon for now. Got it. Um, also, you know how we were talking about Corrin Horn? Mm hmm. So apparently. They don't mention his name in the actual episode, but the name appears in the credits. Ah. So he, so his name, he is named Corin, which is they just never mentioned well, it in the look show. At that. So Jesus. that that was cool. That probably was Corin Horn, dude. That's pretty cool. That's a deep cut too. I love it. Love yeah. it. That's pretty badass, man. Also, I'm sorry. Also. Baby keeps barking because it's thundering like crazy. <laughs> so I keep muting. Um, but yeah, so we we see Vader arrive on the moon. And he confronts Obi Wan, and Obi Wan's like, "Yo, I'm I'm here. To, I'm here to to do it this time. Last time you got the best of me because I wasn't wanting to fight you, but now I'm ready." 
because he realizes that yo, this is this is gonna end here, or he wants you know he wants it to end. Oh, he wants like, look, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. I'm all out of bubble gum. I'm all out of gum. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he says, I will do what I must, like he did uh, back that like he did ten years ago on Moose Farm. Man, it was great. Uh. But yeah, they have, and then they have their their fucking amazing fucking confrontation and and, and fight, and it's not only a good fight, but it's a good like emotional fight too. Mm-hmm. Like they, you know, there's a lot a lot of emotions going on there, man. And then throughout this, we also see Reva trying to hunt down Luke while Baru and Owen are defending him. And what I love about this is that not once does Luke see the lightsaber, because he shouldn't. There is no way that he needs, like, he should see this lightsaber because in A New Hope, clearly he sees that thing and he's like, "What the fuck is this?" Right? Mm-hmm. So there's no way that that he should see that, and I'm glad he doesn't. Um, so again, like how we mentioned earlier, people crying about them, you know, not respecting the the canon or whatever. Yes, they do. You just need to wait for them to, you know, finish the story and not cry about it before it's all out. Mm-hmm. Owen and Baru um, have some of my favorite moments in this dude they, they went all out man they they really mm-hmm. like baru was like yo it's just gonna be me and you we don't need to bring anybody else into this <laughs> she pulls like, out a I, rifle, got, dude. I got guns let's go <laughs> yeah man she pulls out the rifles and she's ready to go dude mm-hmm. and owen you know even though reva's kind of hurt and stuff he kind of beats her up a little bit he has he's one of my, my one of my favorite exchanges is like you you love him like he's your own and owen's like he is my own, you know. Like yeah, I was yeah. like, "Fuck yes, dude! I love that." I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, he's his own." Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, that that was cool. I agree. Yeah, I really like Joel Edgerton as that one. He's just good. Like yeah, even great. like even his line to Obi Wan, he's like, "You trained his father," you know. He's talking about Anakin. Like that's like, mm-hmm. "Oh man, sick burn, dude." Uh, but yeah, it was. The, it, it was interesting going back and forth between the Tatooine and, and that moon where, you know, that you have the two, the two fights going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, that whole Obi-Wan Vader fight, dude, like, your, your strength has returned, but the weakness still remains. And he, like, fucking... Dude, when they, they just, like, throw rocks at each other and, like, and Vader, like, does, like, a forced thing on the ground where he cracks the floor open and he like falls in and you see this cool ass shot where Vader's looking down at him and like oh he has the high ground now you know that's why you will always lose that's I love the use how much they use the force actually in in these not just in that scene but just in the entire series like they use the force quite a bit Uh, so I was like it makes sense they've gotten older or and things like that you would use you would lean on it a little more to help support you right in a fight so I like it Dude, when Obi-Wan's force pushing Vader around, like, dude, nobody handles Vader like this, dude. <laughs> nobody, bro. It was crazy to see Vader just getting tossed around like that. Because nobody doing that to him, man. Nobody but Obi-Wan. And I guess Starkiller from Force Unleashed, but, you know, that's that's a whole different story. He, he was overpowered, but anyway. <laughs> uh, and, and no longer canon. But it'd be cool if, it'd be cool if they brought him back. I know that uh, years ago they wanted they were thinking about bringing him back as an inquisitor for rebels, but they just didn't end up doing it. So I, read, I mean, brought, they if, kind of they might show up in Jedi Survivor. I saw some people were speculating. Well, what if that's Star Killer in there somewhere? What if he's in there? I mean, 
I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine. The only problem is I just know that second he they bring him back, they're gonna have to nerf him a bit because Star Killer was w- way too of an overpowered character. And oh, yeah, and you know absolutely. what? Sam Whitworth Sam Whitworth says this like he he says this that that was the whole purpose of the game. That's why it's called the Force Unleashed because you're playing this overpowered ass character. Mm-hmm. Like it was never meant to be like. You know, like it was just supposed to be a fun thing of like, yo, this is the force that is max, right? Like this is mm-hmm. you're you're an overpowered ass force user. Like, so if they brought him back into canon, they're definitely gonna have to nerf his ass. And I can already see everybody getting all butthurt about it, dude. But like, he has to. He has to get overpowered. There's no way that they're bringing in a super overpowered ass character like that into canon. It just it just can't happen. So, but anyway, I, but I'd be down because Sam Whitworth. Uh, Samuel was a cool dude, man. We we need to br- bring him back, man. Agreed. Br- bring back Star Killer. I know he's Palpatine and Maul, but like you know, bring back Star Killer, man. But anyway, I digress. Uh, yeah, seeing uh, seeing their fight, man. Like just, they're throwing rocks at each other and stuff, and it's just, man, it, it's it's so good. It's so good. And like you said, when when Obi Wan goes full Avatar and starts throwing all the rocks at him and like pulls him up with the Force and everything, oh, dude, such a hype moment for me! Like, I want to see a YouTube video where somebody edits all of their fights together. Like you have the the Revenge of the Sith one on Mustafar. Oh yeah. The the one the one from this show on the moon, and then like the one in A New Hope, and just have them all together. You just watch them all back to back. Oh, that'd be great. Man, the one on Mustafar uh, is so like large and epic. I mean, the one here, yeah, is is it's epic, but it's more intimate in in ways. Like it's so much, it's not as grand and open. It's small and intimate, yeah. and it's honestly, if if I had to pick, I might like this one a little bit more than the Mustafar fight because I really like the use of the force and the rocks and everything getting thrown around. And uh, like Obi Wan, really like is. You 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 see the pain in Ewan McGregor's face, man, when he's when he's crying mm-hmm. about Anakin. He's like, I'm sorry, Anakin, for all of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, he's had to watch this dude. He's he's been through this now twice, through Musafar and now this situation again. It's like the same thing happening all over again. And and guess what? Obi Wan could have killed him both times. Both times, Obi Wan could have killed Anakin, but it's Anakin, so he can't do it, man. So he leaves him there, you know? And I really like how at the end, before he leaves, he's like, goodbye, Darth. You know? Because he's, cause he, he's like, you didn't... Because Vader's like, you you know, Anakin Skywalker. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did, you know? Mm-hmm. So then my friend is truly gone, you know? Like, that whole thing was just... Man. And I was expecting him to pop his helmet, you know, off, you know, the whole fight. Because I'm like, it has to happen. Like, it, it, it's going to happen, dude. Like there's no way you bring Hayden for you know back if you don't do that. So yeah, it was it was it was so cool. And I and I like the cinematography and the lighting in that scene because you like it starts off as blue, right? Like with with Obi Wan's saber, and then like as he like kind of switches from like Anakin to Vader, it, like it goes full red, and it's like oh, it's just Chef's kiss, dude. It's beautiful. It's so well done that 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 scene in that moment. Um. But yeah, you just you you feel for Obi Wan, man, because you know he had this. He has to go through this again, man. And you just you see the pain. And uh, yeah, it's it's rough. 
but I but I love I love that I love that confrontation and that fight and that and that whole thing. It's it's so well done, so good. It was it was it was everything I I I wanted it to be, man. It was so well done. And then of course back on Tatooine, we have Reva chasing Luke. She kind of knocks him unconscious by like knocking off some of the rocks he's trying to climb or whatever. And then Obi Wan kind of senses this and is like, "Oh shit, you know." Luke is in danger. I need to haul ass back. So he hyperspeeds, you know, light speeds himself back to Tatooine. He finds Owen and Beru. They don't know where Luke is. And then Obi-Wan's like, yo, we need to search the, you know, the Dune Sea or whatever, right? Or I forget what he says, but he says something like, you need to go search this area. But then Reva comes walking in with, the, with, with Luke. And all I could think of in that moment was, man, that has to, like, we know that Luke is obviously fine as viewers, right? Like we know Luke is alive because you know there's there's no way they kill him off. But but all I could think of was in universe how Obi Wan, Owen, and Beru must have felt to just see her walking with unconscious Luke, like just carrying his ass back to his homestead. Like what would you even like? That must have been that must have been a hell of a hell of a feeling to see that you know. But uh, but then he wakes up, and then Beru and Owen go you know obviously go towards Luke and. Obi Wan has a has a chat with Reva, and we get to see, you know, like, you, like you 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 could have become Vader, but you didn't because you spared his son. You know, like you 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 did the right thing, and 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 not doing this, you redeemed yourself. You know, mm-hmm. so I like how I like how that was done. I actually I I really like that. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely uh, looking forward to seeing her character and other stuff. And uh, yeah, I just I really like the uh, I really like the show, man. And and that's not even the end of it too, because like we get to see Vader go back to Mustafar in his castle, which by the way, always cool to see that. And not only that, but we get Palpatine, dude. We get a Palpatine cameo, man. Ian McDiarmid comes back, bro. You know, as as Poe Dameron would say, somehow Palpatine has returned, <laughs> and uh, and it was it was amazing. I I, I loved it. You know, as opposed to we're in the Rise of Skywalker, I'm like, we don't need that in that movie. But here, it makes all the sense <laughs> for, him, yeah. for him to show up. So it was cool seeing him. And I noticed they made the makeup and and the, and, the, and all that stuff look like he did in Return of the Jedi. So I appreciated that. They made him look more like that. So that was cool. Um, But, uh, yeah. Well, we we get to see Leia go back to Alderaan, and uh, she's kind of getting all dressed up. And Brea's like, "What the hell are you wearing?" And she, Leia has like the gun holster, and like you know, she's got the boots on. She's a little rebel now, man. She's been through some shit, right? Mm-hmm. Not only is she a princess, but she's she's a rebel now, man. And I just love seeing I just love seeing her talk to Bail, dude. Like her, Bail, and Brea, like they, the, that whole parent daughter relationship is so cool. I I, I love seeing that. And then she's like, oh, what now, father? Like, are we more cousins? He's like, nope, not this time. And it's just Obi-Wan. And she, she gets all excited, but then gets even more excited when, when Lola pops out. And she's like, and I just love, like, one of the most emotional things in this entire show for me was Obi-Wan and, and Leia, whenever they talk about Padme and, and Anakin and all that. When when he talks to her about the parent or the gifts that she that she has and the qualities that she received from Anakin and Padme, and like Leia's theme is playing in the background, I'm like, oh, feels, dude. 
such a good moment. And then like the force theme is playing and Obi-Wan heads back to Tatooine. Oh, so good, dude. So, so good. But yeah, the Imperial March plays after Old Vader talks to Palpatine. I forgot to mention that. And then, uh, and then the the and then the old the hello there, dude. When he when when Owen's like, "Yo, you wanna you wanna meet the uh, Luke?" And he and he meets Luke, and he and he says hello there, and it's so perfect because he sounds like Alec Guinness. Hello there, like he tries to sound as Alec Guinness as he can, you know, and it, it works out mm-hmm. so well. And then the thing that I wanted from Episode One happens right at the end. We get fucking Force Ghost Qui Gon Jinn. Liam Neeson's back, and you can again. You can tell he's kind of a little bit older, but I don't give a fuck. It's Qui Gon Jinn again, dude. And it was so cool to see because I I've been wanting to see that since the first episode. But I loved it, man. I yeah, I I, I feel like I've been talking too much, man. I just I just really enjoyed no. the show, man. I I really I really liked it. It was we, it was it was everything I wanted. Talked- quite a bit about the show like i enjoyed it a lot i really don't have a whole lot more to say other than like do you want a season two do you want them to keep telling so, stories or how you so feel here's the that? thing so here's the thing before i get into that it gave this show gave me almost everything i wanted the only thing i, I maybe would have liked to have seen is maybe some like reference or mention of like satine maybe mm-hmm. and then like I would have loved to have seen like maybe Padme in a flashback or something, like Natalie Portman kind of make a comeback since they since they mentioned her a few times. But in terms of season two, so the original writer uh had a, a uh so for those of you who don't know, the the op- this series was supposed to be originally a movie, right? Mm-hmm. But what was just uh, revealed not long ago is that, or I guess today, earlier today, I guess, is that uh, the original writer had planned the movie for, uh, had or originally outlined them for a film trilogy. So it was going to be three Obi-Wan movies. Um, but then obviously they turned it into a show. So if they wanted to do a season two, which by the way, I would be down for because I love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. You guys you guys know he's my favorite character, so I'm always up for more Obi-Wan. They could incorporate some of that into a season two. Now, that being said, while I would love to see a season two, I don't necessarily think we need it. I'd be fine if this is just because I think the way this mm-hmm. ends is kind of perfect. It just, it just as a mini as a limited series, you know? Yeah. But I would I would obviously, you know, obviously, if you're gonna get more Obi-Wan, I'm always gonna be here for it. So <laughs> if they give me a season two, I'll be I'll be here, man. From, from, and, and ready and excited for it. I'm the same, but I don't need uh, it. As long as they, as long as they have a good story idea, you know, I'm down for a yeah. season two. But I think this ended so well that you don't necessarily need one. Uh, so yeah, I'm the same. Now, now, if they did do a season two, I would love to see like Qui Gon be an actual character, like you know, have him kind of teach Obi Wan how to, you know become one with the force as he, as he, as he does in the original trilogy after he, he dies. So I'd love to see kind of maybe more of that. And then, you know, there, there's other things you can do with it, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, while I don't need it, I would, I would obviously love it. So yeah, yeah. I'm, all, I'm all for it. All right. 
but yeah, I think that's uh, I think that'll do it on our Obi Wan discussion. We kind of we kind of yeah. went through it all. Obviously, not everything in super detail, but we kind of went over some stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I just I really enjoyed this, man. I I, I can't wait for the next one, which will be uh, Andor in August. Uh, but yeah, and then we'll have Bad yes. Batch and the season two and Tales of the Jedi, which we'll talk about as well. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for today, man. Uh, so right. I hope you guys had fun uh, joining us on this discussion here. Yeah, uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week, which will be July now. Shit, we're done with June, man. Look at that. We are. We're halfway uh, done with the year, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna throw it over to DT's uh, goodbye screen, and we can wrap her up. So, you're up, DT. All right. Thanks for joining, guys. We appreciate you all hanging out here. Uh, coming up for me on stream, I'm going to be finishing up Greedfall, hopefully within the next week. And then after that, I'm going to be playing the TMNT Shredder's Revenge story, which probably I could probably do in one stream, if I I think. Um, and then after that, I'm going to be playing The Quarry. So if you guys are interested in checking that out, I'll be playing The Quarry. Uh, and then when we're done with The Quarry, we have Elden Ring. So that, those are all my upcoming games. Stay tuned. Uh, also. This Friday, I have a special stream that I will be doing. Uh, I will let you guys know more details on the Discord and on Twitter and all that. Uh, I need to find out more details myself, but I will be doing a special stream on Friday. It is for a good uh, good, good cause, so definitely uh, come join me there for that. Like I said, I'll give you guys more details uh when when I learn more, but uh, it'll be happening this Friday the first, so stay tuned. But other than that, that's gonna be it for me, guys. I will see you all uh, later. So hope you all have a great rest of your evening. And yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Bye bye. All right, guys. Thanks so much for checking out the show. Thank you all for being uh, here with us. Uh, I know the world's a little crazy out there right now, so I hope we were able to distract you for three hours and with our Obi-Wan, Star Wars, news discussions and stuff like that. Um, I don't have any plans for anything. Uh, I'm just going to keep making dice, posting them on Instagram, so make sure to follow the uh, the uh, 902 Dice Creations Instagram if you're interested in seeing photos or videos of the dice I create. Etsy shop coming soon, just building up my stock till I can get it open and stuff like that. Uh, Until then, we will see you all next time. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. See you later.